Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Thanks for listening to the Von Hessler Doctrine podcast. Remember, you can hear the show every weekday from 9 to noon right here on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Live from the heart of Atlanta, Georgia, and beyond, Hour 1 of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. I am your lovable, huggable, mid-morning chat host, Eric Von Hessler. The other voices you hear are the doctrinaires. Man of a thousand voices, Tim Andrews. Lady of 184.7 characters, the always highly viscous co-host of the show, Autumn Fisher. The man behind the glass, Shaney B. And the handsomest producer, I tell you, in all of producery. Jared Yamamoto. Hey, I may be handsome, but today we are celebrating autumn because today is Happy International Women's Day. Oh, wow. Yay. Oh, she's going to be insufferable. (laughs) Everybody shut up. Listen to me. With the demands. She's already got her war hair on. Lord only knows. It's going to go to her head. Listen, I'm not against it. I think it's a good thing. Are you saying that women, when they're given a little bit of power go overboard with it because that's never happened with men before. (laughs) (laughs) You're like like one of these female comedians that doesn't so much do jokes but makes points on Netflix. You have very good work. Thank you. Yes. Because I didn't laugh. It wasn't a belly laugh, uh, but it it made me think. Chuckle. Kind of. Nice. A little bit of a chuckle. Did you get that audio that I sent you from the, what was, what's her name? Catherine Cohen. Yeah. You know what? I, I We'll get into it later because I think I need you to put it into Adobe because I want to be able to stop it. But uh, I, I don't know what I was, I was going through my prep yesterday and and I saw, oh, this, this uh, big story about uh, this uh, female comedian. I have to say that. Because you, there's no comedians anymore. No. There's no actresses either. Comics. They're all comics, yes. right? And I and it was a new Netflix special. And I and there's a trailer. And I thought, well, was, uh, let me see what... It, there was part of me that thought, like, Netflix is probably not funny. I don't know why. These comedians just don't... Outside of Chappelle, don't seem to be... like. To me, if you have a trailer for a comedy show special... There should be jokes in it. Now, I think that I identified one halfway decent joke in this trailer, but it's mostly just, look at me, I'm who I am, seems like to me. Like, if, if let's say I did, you, okay, let's say I, you don't know who I am, I've got this Netflix special as a comedian, and I'm, I get like a minute and a half trailer for it. I'm going to pack every joke, even if it ruins the experience, because I want people to come click. And I, w- I didn't mean to start with this, but we might as well go ahead. Well, it's By International the way, Women's Day. Happy of International Women's Day. Yeah. 
Autumn. <laughs> Autumn, are you okay with us going this direction? Um, I'll allow it. Okay, very good. Because <laughs> this is your day. You are the gatekeeper of the day. In the middle of it, if I don't like it, I'm going to ask you politely to move on. All right, so... But don't do and that, because I want to make a point. You will be punished. Uh, do you? What happens? Do you go to jail? Like, if you piss off a woman on International Women's Day, do you go to jail? Can you be arrested? No, no, no. That's, Is that a that's hate the, crime? No, that's the physical. That's the realm of the physical. Women deal in the realm of the psychological. So, psychological hell. Yes. I'll you're never, already... Wait, if I piss you off, I will never know how to please you? Is that what you're saying to me? We'll find out. Let's see. Yeah. She'll nag you for the rest of the week. It's now, walk on eggshells day. That is misogyny. Nagging. That is wow. good old-fashioned misogyny. Yeah. Yeah. You are the person. Turn off his mic. He is the reason. Help, help. He is, punished. He is the reason we have days like this, because we're trying to get put you in the past, your way of thinking in the past, in the whole month for women, why do they need another day? This is the day. This is the... today is the global celebration to commemorate global. all the women. Yeah. And yeah, I'm yeah. sure a lot of countries yeah. that yeah, are run yeah, by yeah. men are definitely yeah. celebrating. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. I'm sure uh, in theocracies all over the globe. Hey, you know what? You can wear shorts outside. This is how much we believe in you. You Don't can show, show your, your eyes today. Right. Show your eyes. Hey, you still have to ask for permission, but because it's International Women's Day, we're going to allow it. Yeah. Consider- we're going to allow the loan for you as a woman without yeah. your father or brother's signature. Well, that's a little too much because that's going to go on beyond International Women's Day. Can I drive? No. Uh, <laughs> let's not get crazy. You yeah, can, you'll tempt you, other men with your driving. You can, however, yeah. uh, wear a scarf of your choosing. Beautiful. <laughs> It can't be the American flag, though. We're not going to allow that. No. Yeah, I know you love the Harley and all that, that whole lifestyle, but you can't do that. So, <laughs> so I think I recognize that there's one joke in this trailer. Uh, what is this person's name? I forget. And I don't want to... This I'm making Catherine a, Cohen. A wider point. Who? So this is a comedian. <laughs> celebrate her, own Netflix Celebrate her. So we celebrate her, but I we'll look for celebrated. more jokes in the uh, in the comedy special there's a joke in here about how um uh boys wouldn't kiss me so i became a comic i think that's a joke right i can identify that as a joke and not a bad joke mm. but i think it's the only one that i recognize in this entire comedy trailer <laughs> i feel completely insane but i look literally stunning Give a thunderous welcome to Catherine Cohen. Bet you're wondering how I got here. Well, baby, <laughs> I'll tell you. Boys never wanted to kiss me, so now I do comedy. There's the joke. I wish that were the end of the story. <laughs> I'm really more of a dancer than a comedian. I'm extremely sensitive. I love to be touched. Straight guys just don't know what to do with me. Oh. <laughs> that ben, okay. <laughs> Thank you so much. Have a great night. No. You wish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just thought of something, but it's for a different show. <laughs> so it's a lot of like attitude or something? Oh. Yeah. Did you as a woman, Autumn? Yeah. Did you think to yourself, I can't wait for that to premiere because I'm going to be you know, all over that. 
I just really identified with it as a woman. <laughs> did I was you? like, wow, she's really saying things that I've thought, but I've never said. <laughs> mm. But did you? were you compelled to laugh? No. <laughs> wow, that was... Uh, what did you think in a trailer oh, for a comedy thing? And, and obviously... Yeah, I just thought of a joke for something else, but not a show. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just thought of something, but it's for a different show. Now, on this International <laughs> Women's Day, let's give the benefit of the doubt here. Perhaps the show's hilarious, and whoever edited the trailer together had some kind of weird idea and left them out? Yeah, it's a possibility. I have there have been movies that I've that I've seen the trailer for. They look terrible, and then years later I saw the movie, and actually the movie was very good. It was just that the trailer was hackneyed or looked like every other trailer or something. So there's a possibility. Um, however, I'm going to leave it to the woman on the panel to actually watch the hour long program and oh. come back with us to tell us. Oh. Hey, listen, you're the woman. You do the women's. I'll do it. You do the women's studies around here. Wait a minute. On women's day. I'm giving you homework. A man is giving you homework. (laughs) I'll decide whether I watch it. Thank you. It is is, uh, female oriented homework command from a male, however, on this international Sorry, I just thought of something, but it's for a different show. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how they end the. Yeah, the she appears to have some sort of kind of cabaret kind of thing going on. There's a right, guy in piano. Cool. I yeah, I mean, the, uh, look, the whole setup looks. I'm Mrs. Maisel. <laughs> kind of cool. That's exactly what they're doing. Yes. Is that what they're doing? Yeah. My wife watches that show. I've seen a few episodes. It's, uh, the episodes I've seen are quite good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, maybe they're going for that. First season. I didn't either because it's completely I get, preposterous. I except, and it's just the same thing over and over. Except again. for the expanse, I don't get past the first season of anything. I have to be honest. I watched uh, all of the first season of Stranger Things in one night from 8 p.m. to like 5 in the morning. And that's the last I ever saw of it. Because with these uh, series now, when I grew up, if you liked a series, they took the summer off but they, and they ran reruns. And they're only like three or four stations. So you ended up watching the reruns. So you kept up with them. And then there would be then in the fall, there'd be new. If I love, and I really love that first season of Stranger Things. But uh, you take a year off, my life goes on. Mm-hmm. My brain goes away. I, and then, oh, what do I have to do? And, I'm, and I realize that, oh, I have to go watch the seven-minute YouTube video that reminds me of what happened a year ago, before, which seems like homework, which if it, I would give that to Autumn, because that's, hey. that's her <laughs> Wait, place. so I have to rewatch uh, yeah, the first season of Stranger Things for you? Yeah, well, yes. Not on this, International Women's Day, but, oh, you know. Okay. Tomorrow. Well, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you get one day you can, off. I'll, you'll allow me to wait until <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> hey, I just happen to be a man that you're oh, hey, you guys. That's all. Hey, you guys. Yes. I was just thinking of something, but it's for tomorrow's show. Bam! <laughs> Damn, she's funny. Uh, wow. I don't know if it's funny, but it's sass to a level Woo! that makes me giggle. You guys, I have a different part than you do. So. <laughs> 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 you know, I, I was watching this, I thought to myself, Men don't I, wear bras. So. Uh, well, I was a. Uh, I do. Hey, men have to try to remove them. So that's. Uh, I, yay! Thank you. You can do a. You can do a response uh, trailer. <laughs> I was thinking because I was not a very good stand-up comedian. I thought I was a bad stand-up comedian at the wrong time. Like I could have gotten my own Netflix show with the level of comedian I was. So don't you dare hit that. That was not a. That was a point. <laughs> That was meant yeah, maybe, to be a point. Jared, next, next time Eric says something very serious, you should play <laughs> oh, People, we have to stop this war.
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Typical right. man thinking he can stop a war. <laughs> Everything Autumn says, because it's International <laughs> Women's Day, will drive the <laughs> audience crazy. What are we talking about next, Autumn? I have. I've been thinking. I, I really think that uh, the audience is too big. Yeah. <laughs> we need to start annoying them and making them go away. That's my new project. Hey, I brought them in. Now I want to prove that I can chase them away. A rowdy group of misfits that love to have fun. It is hilarious. The jokes, the voices. The Von Hessler Doctrine. 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Jared Yamamoto. Spandex Yamamoto to his friends. Big biker. Lead researcher. Cyclist, please. Thank you. A biker is a Harley guy. You're a cyclist. <laughs> Spandex Yamamoto. Lead researcher <laughs> and uh, producer of this here show, you were telling me something. You know, there's this uh, this is that open micer who is hell bent. I mean, we don't have it. I don't want to hear it, but I do want to. What you told me. So there's this open micer who's hell bent on exposing uh, the fact that I'm some sort of fraud, which you know on some levels is true, but not <laughs> the way that he's talking. I mean, we're all kind of frauds, right? We all put on like a kind of a public yeah, face can poke holes and yeah. something we've done or yeah. said or this is why when friends would come after me i'd be like you know if you just held a spotlight on any person for long enough you're going to expose flaws but this is a different thing he's trying to prove that i'm i don't know i believe one thing and i'm saying other he things keeps repeating just, this, this open... but he's now he's now has open mics at different times a day basically leaving the same open mic over and over again it, it's the exact same sentence over and over and over again and I mean, it's to the point where it's been going on for like two weeks now. And so, I, I don't so, know so now we know it's kind of a crazy guy. It, it's that, is, be. that is, you know. So let's give him a platform to. Well, yeah. no, I just, you know, I, I, I find it. Well, what am I? He's got a platform. I'm not going to play the open mic. But, oh, you're not. Okay, no. Sorry. But uh, the. So he. What is the thing that he keeps saying over so and over? He keeps saying that you condemned America's involvement in the Beijing Winter Olympics and you said you wouldn't watch it. Yeah. But you won't condemn. Tucker Carlson not defending Ukraine in the fight, but for but in the Russian invasion. Okay, yeah, I don't so get it. no, he's saying that I yeah I won't uh, I won't condemn Tucker Carlson, but I will condemn China basically. Yes. That's what it comes <laughs> exactly. Down to. Okay. Um, but here's the thing, I don't know what Tucker Carlson said last night because I don't watch Tucker Carlson. Sure, you don't. Well, yeah, I get. It. Yeah, sure, everybody does. Yes, yeah. <laughs> why would I watch? I don't even understand. It's like when people when I tell people I'm not on social media, oh yeah, you no, know, there's no FOMO with me. Not only do I not watch Tucker Carlson, I never ever wonder what the hell he said. I have nothing against him. I, I just don't care. I get what the racket is when you're on Fox or you're on CNN or you're on MSNBC. To a certain extent, the racket works. Works better when there's a war fever going on. But to a certain extent, it works. It just simply doesn't interest me. I don't find that interesting. Uh, real conversations interest me. Uh, pundit panels, I have zero interest in, basically. I have zero. I could be watching a 15-minute YouTube show where a guy explains some kind of weird incident that happened in England in 1632. Much more interested in that. <laughs> That's what I feel my... If I'm watching anything, it's somebody explaining something I didn't know from the 1700s and how weird that was. That's the stuff that interests me. Uh, I have no... I don't know. I've, I've said for a very long time, the answer, America, is no. 
and the the question is, did you hear what Tucker said last night? The answer is always no. I never heard what Tucker said last night. Did you hear what night. Rachel Maddow said last night? Answer is always no. When she shows up, does she even have a show anymore? I don't know. Uh, Don Lemon, the answer is no. Anderson Cooper, the answer is no. Any particular Cuomo at any given time on television, the answer is no. What about the Young Turks? Uh, The answer is no. They're on YouTube. You can watch whenever. John Um, Lennon would not have liked you. You're very no-centric. I'm very no-centric. He would not have taken me home and made love to me and then slipped off into the bathtub to sleep the night away. John Lennon and I would not have had that sort of conversation, although I am partial as he was to Norwegian Wood. So... Uh, that's the answer. The answer is I don't have any interest in it. You know, I'm so far away from where most people are, and I don't even know. Are more people really like me, and this is all just television stuff? Yes. You think so? Because I am. Yeah, I do. I am not in at any level in any war fever right now. I don't watch any television. I don't watch. I haven't watched one single. I think the first night of the invasion. My son called me and said, hey, it's going on. And for about 15 minutes, I tuned in. And then that was it. And since then, this host of this radio show has not tuned into one single second of television coverage hmm. of what's going on in Ukraine. I wake up every morning. I have a couple of sources that I feel like tell me the X's and O's. I'm interested in the world. So overnight, I want to know what happened. Where did they go? What cities? Did it fall? Did they? This is all I'm interested in. I'm partial to the Wall Street Journal. Since the invasion started, I haven't even been going to their opinion page. I'm not interested. I am not in a war fever. I don't have any emotional. I don't understand it. And you know what? Last night, I thought to myself, that's okay. That's okay. My stupid little puny voice on the radio is not going to affect how this goes one way or the other. I only think about one thing. Putin has the ability to wipe Atlanta, Georgia off the map. So my opinion is everybody should be concerned with de-escalating this as fast as possible. But what I read, a lot of people are really into, no, let's keep it going. Let's do whatever we can to keep it going. And so it's okay for me just to go, well, I hope he doesn't wipe Atlanta, Georgia off the map. Chances are he won't, I suppose. But a lot of experts told me he wouldn't go into Ukraine. I'm rooting for, this is what I'm rooting for, the most sovereignty for the most Ukrainians possible. But if I was in charge of the world, we'd be sitting at the table right now trying to de-escalate this But, you know, CNN and Fox and MSNBC, ratings are up over 50%. And everyone I know is in a war fever. Sorry, I'm not. It is interesting to me that, uh, once again, and I just, it's either an era, an epoch, (laughs) a trend, But here's just the latest thing again where you're only allowed to have one opinion. You're only allowed one opinion. How lucky we all were to be born into the freest nation with the First Amendment and live in a time period where over and over again we're told, you're only allowed to have one opinion. And if you stray from that opinion, 
I hope you have some money saved up. Because <laughs> <laughs> you may not be doing what you're uh, used to doing for a living. It's just one after another. One after another. Everything is... And uh, live in the free country where we always have a reason why it's okay to curate the news. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting to me. But hey, look, I'm in a good mood. You know why I'm in a good mood? Because I had a great night's sleep last night, and this is not the beginning of a mattress commercial. I really did. I had a. Were you at a Holiday Inn? Uh, well, no, it's not the beginning of one of those either. Right. I'm not. Uh, I'm not doing the Paul Harvey where I'm sneaking a commercial in. Age two. Uh, he would always get me that guy. Yeah. People don't even remember Paul Harvey, but he'd be doing these stories, and the, and I would listen to him every day, and I think he can't trick me again. And then right in the middle of some story about something that seems interesting, he'd go. He had a Bose radio. Oh, Paul Harvey, yeah. you got me again. Acoustic wave. This is not one of those. I did have a great sleep, night's sleep last night, and I don't know how many other people are like this, but the best nights, best night sleeps that I have, that I have mm. are not when I sleep, like I go to sleep and then just wake up at five o'clock in the morning and sleep all the way through. I had one of these, I would call it episodic. I had one of these nights where... I would go into REM, and then I would wake up. Like, first time it happened, I woke up at 2 in the morning. And I'm like, oh, great. I don't have to wake up until 5 a.m. That's like, oh, I got lots of time. Then I fell back to sleep, went in, had a dream, woke back up. It's like, oh, it's like 2.45. That's awesome. Went back to sleep. And I realized the REM, the, the dream comes at the very end before I wake up. But in my thinking of it, went back to sleep. Had another dream. Three thirty. Wow, that's great. I did it again. I, I and, and it, it's that's the way that I have the best night's sleep. The worst night's sleep for me is fall asleep at ten thirty or eleven. Alarm rings at five. Right, because like no time has passed for you. Exactly. And I love that feeling of it's only two. Oh my goodness! I still it's have only two. three hours. <laughs> And I don't know what it is. It's, I think it, because it, it, I keep just dipping into that deep sleep, coming back out, feeling good about the fact that I don't have to get up out of bed. It's wonderful. This so. is similar to what you were talking about yesterday, talking about how you're you... saying s- I'm repeating myself? No, 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 no. Ah. I'm talking you're saying I'm trashing my own show? <laughs> no, the audience no, 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 is going to get bored? Gonna... It, it's, the same, uh, it's the same mentality about things, although different different things here. You were talking about yesterday how... You like staying up late. Like you like to challenge yourself to stay up when it's a Friday night. You like to stay up. Oh till, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, push yeah. the clock to the limit. You like you stay till six a.m. Right. But yeah. in this case, it's kind of similar. You're like you keep pushing the clock. You're like, oh, okay, yeah. good. I, I have more I time. It. Oh, it's good. Like, I, I have a feeling as I get older, maybe just any time I can beat time, I'm happy about yeah. it. Like, like, you yeah. push the clock. Yeah, I do. I give the. I'm like a. I'm like an actor at the Spirit Awards, uh, uh, oh. talking to Putin. I just give that alarm clock the big old finger. <laughs> F you, clock. And your clock pulls out of Ukraine in guilt and shame. <laughs> well, listen, we haven't gotten to that point oh. yet. I'm not talking about the consequences. For now, the consequences are uh, a damn good night's sleep and uh, feeling good. Feeling good today. What are we doing here? Oh, uh, uh, what is going on with Calvin Ridley? Man. <laughs> Autumn, do you know who Calvin Ridley is? Because it's International no. Women's Day. I don't want to leave her behind. I also don't want to assume that because she's a woman, she would know who Calvin Ridley is. Because I'm assuming a, it's a sports person. He's <laughs> a receiver for the Atlanta Falcons. What's a receiver do? They catch balls. They receive. You understand. I can't do that joke. It's International okay, well, Women's Day. Sorry. Trying yep. so hard. Spread it. 
you got to stop doing that. It seems like Joe is uh, constantly hitting on Autumn, and I think that's wrong. That's true. You know She's a high little tamale. Hey, hey, it's Why would it International Women's Day? International Women's Day. Hey, whoa, wait a minute. Now I'm upsetting you because you want this old man to be hitting on I you? I don't, or? but I'm saying why wouldn't he? Need a back rub? You know what we're learning on International Women's Day? Impossible to please. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you just need to pay more attention. It's not that impossible. Uh, okay, well, and this is the day for me to do it. I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a lot of listening as soon as my show's done. I'm gonna sit down <laughs> and I'm going to, I'm gonna tune in to every woman in the world, and I'm, I'm going to listen. And by the way, that's what you are to me, every woman in the world. I'm every woman. <laughs> every woman in the world to me. So air supply. Uh, he was a young. Uh, he came by Alabama. Immediately hit uh, the NFL, I think he hit the Pro Bowl first year or something. Really had really great receiver. And then last year, about four or five games in, he kind of did this thing where he said, I can't play anymore this year, I have to take care of my mental health, which was a thing that was going on in sports at the time. So everybody kind of backed off. But okay, he has he's got to deal with this whole thing. Did Nobody, it twice actually. He missed yeah. two games, came back when the Falcons played the Dolphins in the middle of the season, right? And then after the the Dolphins game, he pulled himself out completely for the entire season. Mm-hmm. So yesterday we find out that while he was not playing, he was gambling, and now the NFL has suspended him for the entirety of the next season. And at that point, there's no. It doesn't mean they have to let him come back the year after that, but he can apply to get back into the league for the 2023 season. So it turns out that, uh, first of all, it was $1,500. It was on a gambling app, so it wasn't with you know some some bookie in, in the neighborhood or something like that. There was no... Some that, that's sources... Important. That's some... important because... That means there's no uh, there's no organized crime behind it. He was using like a one of these apps. Yeah, like, some sources are saying that it was a FanDuel account, and his account name was at Calvin Ridley from the Falcons. Again, some sources. How did they, how did they find him? <laughs> what was his what was he called on that uh, uh, app site? Again, some sources are saying his uh, his uh, his account was at Calvin Ridley from the Falcons. I don't know how they found him. <laughs> okay. Now hold on, he's trying that's, to be sneaky. That's some sources. Some sources. That's, that's why so I'm we, leading we with that. Not everybody's confirming that. Autumn, you're not allowed to have. The integrity of the game is very important for any sport. The NFL is the biggest uh, league in America by far. It's not even close. And if fans begin to believe that players have a reason to throw a game or something like that, um, then you lose the integrity of the game. So but he's not playing. I understand that, but he was still on. He was a an employee of a franchise, and as part of the paperwork work you sign. Uh, I would, I would, I cost... Like I can't win tickets from the radio station. Exactly. From, yeah. Even if you're sick. You can't say, hey, I, I was sick that day. <laughs> I wasn't working. <laughs> so I can't. And, uh, gotcha. So apparently this is not something that you can forget about if you're a professional football player. They go out of their way in the NFL to annoy you by reminding you over and over and over again as a professional player that you're not supposed to gamble. But gambling is now legal in America, and uh, so I think the NFL knew that stuff like this was going to happen. The NFL is signing deals with these sports books, and so they have to really go overboard. Calvin Ridley is the first, and so they hit him with a pretty big one. You cannot play in the next season, no matter what, which also means the Falcons don't have to pay him. So he just lost, I don't know what he makes. About $11 million. 
because he was trying to, because he bet fifteen hundred. That's correct. Bad bet. Now there is <laughs> bad bet. Uh, now if he does, you know what, Autumn? I don't know a lot about gambling because I don't gamble, <laughs> but I would agree with you. That's a bad bet. You hot take. you put he my hot take is he put down fifteen hundred dollars. He lost eleven million. That Ooh. falls into the category of bad bet. Now if he does get reinstated, the contract that would be on for this season, the 2022 season. Would then be on for 2023. Everything's so, on hold. So basically, this was going to be his last year before free agency. That yes. now moves to next year, and more likely than not, because of the mental challenges that he was going through, the Falcons right. were on the record about to trade him to either the Browns or the Patriots. Well, I don't know. I don't know. You know, once somebody says I got to take care of my mental health, everybody backs off. You feel like a fool even asking questions. Yeah. That's your personal life, whatever. But his career was skyrocketing. And he basically unplugged it, and now this. So he his trade value, even though he had the weird year with the Falcons this year, he shows so much potential. I mean, not even potential. He shows so much talent that uh, he was going to be very tradable, and many teams would want him. And I'm sure. And now teams will want him, but he's not going to get the money that he would have gotten otherwise. No. He now didn't. he's going to he's going to immediately drop down to kind of like a five six million dollar guy, right? Yeah, I, I think probably de- definitely. And the interesting thing is, what will he do? I mean, maybe he ends up signing back with the Falcons because the Falcons will be one of the more forgiving franchises to be like, hey, you know what? We'll take you back in, and they need a receiver. Uh, Let's this put guy it down. appears to have imploded. Like I don't know what the mental health stuff was, but he appears to have imploded. And, you know, when you're trying to chase a championship, kind of need everybody rowing in the same direction. Absolutely. You know, you can, you, you, I mean, I'm not comparing Calvin Ridley and Antonio Brown because Antonio Brown is uh, his own, he's, <laughs> he's his own story, has a unique sort of thing to his story. But you could bring someone like him in for a few weeks. Like Tampa got the perfect thing. He kind of got hurt in that Super Bowl. Didn't he get hurt for a while? Yeah. And he kind of came back for the playoff run and into the, it, into the Super Bowl. And it's like, okay, but. Eventually, he's like a a time bomb in that locker room. Brown was. You bring him to the franchise, he's going to help you win games. And with Tampa, he actually helped them win a Super Bowl. But eventually, that time bomb is going to go off. We don't know if Calvin Ridley is in that category yet. But he just his 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 once high rising trajectory. I mean, how old is he? Probably twenty four or something. He's twenty seven now. Is he that old? Yeah, he's twenty seven. Okay, so he's twenty seven years old. Uh, you, when you're an athlete, those are the years where you're going to make eleven million dollars. So you just lost one of those. Yeah. Yeah. But when you're 34, you're probably going to be, if you're still around, you're a guy that we can bring you in for a year. You're an extra piece, 3.5. So you just lost one of your $11 million years, and you might, you won't necessarily get them back. So Could he retire and then join the USFL? He won't make that kind of money, but at least he'd be playing. Uh, he, I, <laughs> he, I don't know. I guess he could do something like that. I mean, you could see one of these teams, the USFL hey, we'll give has, you $4 million this year. Yeah. USF, I guess maybe he could do that because the USFL doesn't have any connection to the NFL, right? XFL does when it comes back next year. Yes. They're going to be kind of a G League for <clears throat> the XFL. Oh, you know what that is, of course. Autumn, I don't have to explain that on International Women's The XFL? Uh, the G League would be um, <clears throat> oh, the, the sort, of, sort of the ground, NBA's ground mi- kind of the NBA's minor league kind of thing. Is that yeah, what G stands for? I wonder about that. What does G stand for in G ground. League? Ground. You know, you just said that. And I thought, maybe that is what it means. Because it seems interesting to jump over all those letters all the way over F and get to G. I think it just makes yeah. it sound cool. Oh, growth. That's what it says. Growth. Like. Ah, well, what goes, what goes in the ground? You know what? Things grow in the ground. You know what? <laughs> <laughs>
It's International Women's Day, so I won't call you an idiot for that. Give it to me. Come on. Come on. That's a little stupid there. I can't believe I fell for it, but on International Women's Day, I'm more likely to succumb to the wiles of a lady. I've decided I really have to figure out what the hell Bitcoin is. There's part of me that I have this, I, I don't really understand it. I don't know if anybody does. Surely somebody does. Surely people do understand it. But I don't think that most of the people who own it fully understand it. But what I don't understand more than not understanding it is, isn't it supposed to be a competing global money system? Whereas right now it seems like you're just buying a stock, doesn't it? Like it just seems like you're just you're buying shares of it and it goes like up or down. It's a hedge. Yeah, a future, like a thing like that where I thought it was supposed to be like gold or something like yeah. an alternate alternative money system whereby the government doesn't get to put their hands on it. Like you just you cut the government out cuz it's not it's not uh it's not a monetary system based on your government. Like the dollar is the U.S. dollar, and there's all kinds of government stuff in there, and they can decide to go in debt and, you know, run up all these bills and go $30 trillion in debt and all this stuff. But I am interested in the idea of money that no government can regulate. Doesn't seem like that's happening, though. Maybe somebody on the open mic can tell me. It seems like it's now it's... There are always these calls, oh, it needs to be regulated, or it's going to be pegged to the U.S. dollar. I thought it was supposed to be its own currency, its own thing, like gold. So somebody has to enlighten me, because now I'm interested in it, and once I get interested in something, I'm willing to throw money at it. That's I'm an American. Hour two of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. Here on International Women's Day, I would like to say to the women of the world, thumbs up. Good job. (laughs) Thumbs up. (laughs) High five. (laughs) High five. Emoji, whatever your favorite emoji is. Mm. I feel like people use that praying emoji just a little too often. Like, you're praising me? Like, I did, you know, just a very small, uh, a, a minor favor. For a neighbor, and I got the emoji back. But the I don't really think I need to be praised for that. It, well, hopefully you're only criticizing. Thank you. Will do. <laughs> hopefully you're only criticizing men today that are using the praying emoji. Oh, listen, I have no criticism for women at all today. Good. Really, on any day. Good boy. I don't find them to be frustrating or annoying when they're drunk in crowds. Yeah, me <laughs> at all. Oh yeah, men are definitely not annoying when they're drunk in crowds. Well, but I'm used to. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm used to the men being annoying. Oh, I mean, but I've been women aren't it. allowed to. Well, that you know, boy, that that I don't know that 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 it goes to a screaming sort of. Ah, it's a little shrill, a little shrill. But oh, that yeah, is uh, what I'm like saying that. on this International Women's Day. Let's not let's not twist this. What I'm saying is, I don't find that annoying I'll at all. Twist it. I'm pointing out what I don't find annoying about mm-hmm. the greatest sex. Of all time. Not gender? Whatever. You know what I mean. I'm just trying to throw uh, a monkey uh, wrench in there. Person, peoplehood, whatever. Yes. I'm triggered by the term monkey wrench. And I respect the fact that you've been triggered on this International Woman's Day. Is it Woman's Day or Women's, Women's Day? Women's Day. Oh, that's a collective. Plural. So that's I don't for have all to... of us ladies. Uh, <laughs> yes, it is. All of us ladies are yes, celebrating is, our, our genders today yeah. and by being strong women. 
And I I salute you. Thank you, Caitlin. I'm the only woman to ever win the the men's decathlon hey, at the Olympics. Don't, let's not get into. Well, it's pretty impressive. It is impressive. And I was on chips. You were on chips. I was the meter maid. <laughs> you were, uh, yo, you were <laughs> not the meter maid. I know. I'll leave now. <laughs> I salute everyone, every every woman in the world. Uh, <laughs> I was going to go into something else there, and now I've been taken completely. Off track by saluting women, which should not, because I do that on a daily basis. You know what? I don't need it an international. Sense. I don't need an international Women's Day. Every day is International Women's Day for me. Well, well ask. Well, sorry, gonna... you can't. You can't multitask, and that's a problem for men. Women are much better at multitasking. All right, when's International Men's Day? Because I'm, I'm feeling triggered. But every day is International <laughs> Men's Day. Tomorrow, not pal. Not <laughs> Joe Biden. It's International Women's Day. I know. That's why I got Jill a card, and we had a tree. You know, suppose. <laughs> hey, we're Saturday. Yeah, hold Saturday on, to- hold on. Did you, did you decorate the woman's tree? I decorated a women's tree. Up all sorts of things that women like on there. Uh, yeah, it's the shape of fallopian tubes. Oh, and it's a, a tree. Hey, don't, I don't you're talking about, don't lady. yell. She's a lady. It's what international. Yeah, go no. get it. It's, uh, I it's, thought earlier you wanted me to spread it. Now you're yelling at me. International Ladies' Day. Don't. Uh, it's don't international Women's Day, not ladies. Don't. Don't. She's a lady. Everybody. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Oh, no, I'm confused. Supposedly, I gotta get ready for a talk. Yeah, Biden is going to speak to the nation. Ten forty-five. Ten forty-five, pal. Oh, okay. We're kind of used to you. It's quarter oh, till. Oh, quarter to what? Eleven. All right, good. Go. They got him. He's ready to go. Usually, you're at least a half an hour later than you say you're going to be. So right. we're told to be ready for ten forty-five. We will carry it live. But my guess is you will not arrive at ten forty-five. You never do. I don't know what. Why you're always so late. I don't, no idea. Waiting what, for that stuff to kick in, whatever it is that they, they gave me to, the juice early today. I'll be on yeah. time. I've ordered more pills than anyone in the world has. <laughs> We're going to take those pills and convert them into gas. <laughs> well, that'll be a good thing. And then it's not like, much to ask the American people to stand up for freedom by paying $12 a gallon for gas, folks. Come on. You're right. It's not too much to ask. Is this mic on? I, I think a patriotic that we should... chore to pay more. I know, yeah. but this one, I don't, I, I don't want to get into all this. I don't either. Tune in eleven forty eight. But <laughs> why is it suddenly a patriotic thing when it's not? We're not directly in a war, but now, now it's like people are being called traitors. It's like, what? Well, how are you a traitor? You know, uh, you can agree or disagree with this. My understanding is Putin thinks NATO is just the United States. And, and then we go, no, NATO is an alliance, and I guess it is an alliance. We're, we're the biggest part of the alliance, but it's, 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 it's an alliance. But he thinks it's just the United States. And then we respond, like if somebody says something they're not supposed to say about NATO in America, they're being called traitors. Doesn't that just make the point that it's like... Um, he has no idea what's coming. None. Don't get him. <laughs> he has no idea what's coming. Look. How can it be a patriotic thing when we're not? I don't. Just I'm be done. Quiet, do what we say. Okay. All right. I'm not. Uh, what a stupid son of a bitch. I just can you do me a favor? Can you bring it to an end before it, it ends up in nuclear war? I would we'll not try. like that. Oh, thank you. Can't promise you anything. <laughs> Get a bomb shelter. Uh, if I was the president, it would have been over last week. It probably would have been over before it started. But uh, you guys do your thing. You have your ways.
Yeah. Yeah, right. I don't know what to do. You want me with See, me? See, if I was president, not having any city in America hit by a nuke, that would be my number one, number goal. two, and number three priority. That would be almost all of what I was thinking of. <laughs> okay. Look at it. Would you consider it a failure if on your watch that were to happen? I would. I blame it on Trump. Well, okay. I guess it works. Right. It's a strategy. It works, pal. Yeah, you can just yeah, you can just justify it. He set the table. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Biden, this is usually not your best time. Usually, it's like two thirty. Is usually two thirty. Like to give my ten o'clock nap, but it's took any of that. <laughs> so you're going to give the uh, press conference? It's not a press conference. You're not going to take questions. I would imagine. Of course not. I'm going to walk away with my head hung in shame. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Have you. you seen every yes, speech I've given since I became president? Uh, all right. That, okay. Joe, that, this to lady. Go. This on. lady shows up. Thank, I, you, so, thank wait, you. You end your. You say tell something. Me I'm not supposed to take any questions. <laughs> I get that first guy. Uh, Mr. President, I like to ask no, a question. Thank you. Thank, yes, thank you. Thank you. All right, Joe. This way, I have your juice box. Ah. Go get him. Who Go is that him. lady? Who's the one who goes, thank you, thank you, okay, thank you. Who is that? I never watch, so I don't see Barbara. who the person is. Barbara. It's not Jen Psaki, is no, it? No, it's not. No. She's out there. No. She's busy straightening her hair. <laughs> you see women. This is wow. International Women's Day. <laughs> wow. She needs to dye those roots is all I'm saying. Say, they say that that's, it's women who treat women the worst and are the Listen, most critical. If you have that red hair, you better take care of them roots. Uh, okay. <laughs> Autumn, who has no interest in knows nothing about politics, can tell you that the spokesperson for the president needs to dye their roots. It's true. Listen, I got You priorities. are playing into stereotypes, which is not good on this International Woman's Day. you got to be looking out for each other, Autumn. Yeah. Listen, we can be honest on uh, International Women's Day. We don't have to pretend that we're better than or less than. It's a day for women to honor the women who do things that women do today, (laughs) tomorrow, and next week. Where's Russia? Thank you, Madam Vice President. (laughs) Russia is a big country, and Ukraine is a smaller country. And the big country bullied the little country, and that's not good. I went off script a little bit. Okay, all right. Now I understand this whole thing. I am high as hell right now. Like now, I begin to understand why everybody's in a war fever. Isn't that weird that I'm not? I just have to accept. It's just weird, isn't it? Like everybody, I, everybody I talk to is out of breath with yeah. what they just saw. Did you? And I'm like, oh. I'm like, I don't know. It's the beginning. These things. I think probably it'll be a year before we go back and go. Oh, that was that happened. That didn't. The other, you know, that whole ghost flyer that went away. <laughs> ghost flyer of, over Kiev. And, that, and then I just look at it and go to the rest of the world. No, I'm smarter than you. I never believed that. <laughs> I never even slightly, almost kind of believed that. This, I guess because my dad was a con man. Like I, I, can, I can sniff out, you know. So I just don't, I'm not interested in any um, sort of true stories from the, from the front. Now, I, I'm not saying that, that they're not interesting. I'm saying I just don't think it's reliable at this point in the fog of war. We'll know. We'll look back and we'll go, oh, that thing that was reported did happen. That thing didn't. Ghost flyer of Kiev. Nobody's talking about that dude anymore. Or lady. Thank you. I mean, it's fictional at this point, but still. We want to be inclusive. Yeah. <laughs> the fictional ghost flyer of Kiev could have been a woman, and I want to acknowledge that on International Women's Day because... Well, I want to make myself look good as a man. John Deacon on bass. He wrote this song. There are a lot of great songs for Queen. 
that on this album there was another bass driven song that was even better than this Dragon Attack yes one of the best Queen songs ever probably not in that movie that I'll never see you should see it yeah. it is good it's not very good it's not, I hear no. it's not very good it can't it be good me it's based on a lie it's based on a lie my darling I got a cat what are you going to say, Autumn? It is International Woman's Day. <clears throat> and we're talking about uh, Queen, so go ahead. That uh, Oh, the fact that it's not accurate yes. would take me out of it immediately. You know, they always do that when they do these sort of true stories, because you have to, you know, you have to compress events into two hours or whatever. It's understandable, but the main premise of yeah. that movie is not true, because he did not find out that he had, he did not get the HIV diagnosis, my understanding is, until after Live Aid. And I have not seen the movie. And not right before they went on stage. Yeah, and, right. I, and so the, the whole concept is they played harder, and that's why yeah, that show was so together. great. But that's not true, because the people had been seeing Queen live for years, and they had a reputation for being absolutely great live, always. And so, I, I mean, I never really checked on I don't. This is, my understanding is that that is not true, that he actually got the, because that was what, 86? Live Aid was 85. Okay, so... That's kind of early, I, I, I would think. Uh, so I, uh, my understanding is, now somebody knows that I'm wrong about that, but that's my understanding is that the main premise of the movie, that that's why that Live Aid show meant so much to the band, isn't true because he got the diagnosis after. He was diagnosed in 87. Right. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. It's just like somebody who's really into World War II and then watching some movie that takes place in World War II mm-hmm. and like... Battles didn't happen at this point in history. Right, yeah. and it's, like, it's the same thing. Or it'll be like a, a fantasy World War II movie, and they'll go around telling their friends, yeah, they had a tank uh, battle in the clouds. Yeah, when did that happen? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I saw it. Saw a movie about it. Yeah, it was really good. That was Hitler's yeah. weakness. Yeah. Well, Hitler's weakness. Once you got him into the clouds. Yeah, the allies Hitler landed. actually fell in love with the... It's like, ah, That what? didn't happen. No. Well, you the saw- allies landed back at Dunkirk instead of... A- yeah. <laughs> Dunkirk's interesting. I was thinking about Dunkirk. Not just the movie. What a weird movie. name. Well, Dunkirk. Well, <laughs> sounds like Gronk made it up. <laughs> yeah, let's go to Dunkirk. <laughs> yeah. That's where we go after we win a Super Bowl. <laughs> Dunkirk. Dunkirk. <laughs> Did you see that movie? I did. I love that did movie. Did you see it in IMAX? I did not see it in IMAX. I don't know how it would come off. That's the problem. That Christopher great Nolan, movie. his movies. It's good I on just, my phone. I watch. <laughs> <laughs> I watch his movies on IMAX because they're so immersive. And Dunkirk, man, that opening scene. If you're at IMAX, true IMAX, not this phony baloney nonsense. <laughs> true IMAX. You remember how that movie starts off? You're behind the soldiers as they're walking through the town. I mean, you in the IMAX theater, true IMAX, you felt like you were there. Like You felt like you were just walking. The way the camera was set and everything, you just felt like you were walking through the village with these people. But I was thinking about Dunkirk, but I won't bring it up. Uh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of ideas uh, about what's going on in the world that I've made a decision really kind of not to bring up. You know, Because I still am, I think, the only person in the history of the world who read the book 1984 and thought that the ending, it, that it had a happy ending. And I still do think that the book 1984 has a happy ending. And uh, I'll be cryptic, and I'll leave it there. And I'll leave it up to you. But uh, I'm not putting myself in the firing line by being reasonable, rational, <laughs> objective. Let's just say that I still think that the ending of 1984 was happy. Yeah, that's right. I said it. 
1984 had a happy ending. Let's. You want to do this? Come yeah. on, open it up. Yeah, Let's open. open it up. It's time for. Hmm, this is interesting. Or. No thanks. We don't have a lot of time here. You or. Get, or. Remember uh, there was that other one. Oh, what was the other one? You see, International Women's Day doesn't mean you don't have to do prep. You have to tell us you want something. I, I went for- off script a little bit. Man. I forgot what it was. There was some vo- there was some sound that we were playing as the Wait, third option. You stopped us dead cold. I can't yell at her. She, it's, I thought that you would know it. I thought as, I needed She help. has different junk than us, and it's International Women's Day. I can't. I wouldn't call it junk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> and then here's the music. It's not my fault. <laughs> hey, this is a little bit your fault. A little? Oh, are we going to get to a story in 10 seconds? No, but what I am going to do is I'm going to give away tickets. How about that? That's a happy Ooh, deal, huh? Yeah. This right. is interesting. You can argue about whether or not 1984 ending is happy, but this is happy. Tickets. Win four passes. I guess they're called passes, not tickets. Win four passes for Friday and Sunday events only to the Pandemic Dead on March 18th through the 20th at the Georgia World Congress Center. There'll be panels, guests live and in person. Uh features uh, people from The Walking Dead, Marvel Cinematic Universe, many more of your favorite movies and TV shows. Be caller 10 to 404-872-0750. Congratulations to Melissa Kelly of Ackworth. One passes to the Pandemic Dead on March 18th to the 20th at the Georgia World Congress Center. And if you didn't win, tickets are on sale at pandemictour.com. It also says here that Melissa Kelly is a West Georgia wolf, which I don't. Jared is very important. Jared's not going to be here tomorrow. English Nick is going to be the producer. Okay. Because this is the day when uh, the most famous broadcasting graduate in the history of West Georgia goes back. And, you know, they just treat him like he's a complete. I thought we were all going to that. No, I I was going to. we, I was, I'm not upset by that. I just thought we were all going. I there. thought that it might be a good idea, but then I thought, well, is it really? It's not our day. It's not really something where the audience would have had to put up with a rerun or something, and I don't think it was worth that. But I, one day we'll go out there and let let Jared have his day. I don't want to yeah. come in and big time him. This is his day. This is what it's all about, Jared Yamamoto, the uh, the greatest, most successful broadcasting graduate in West Georgia history. I don't know about broadcasting, but radio, eh, it's definitely up oh, there. Oh, sure. yeah, well, who did Cronkite? Was he from no, uh, West no, Georgia? No. And there's some TV personalities <laughs> we don't know about. Elle Duncan over at ESPN. She's doing great. All right, okay. And, uh, you know, well, my- just because you don't watch ESPN, I would say ESPN. No, I was legitimately doing- who? Well, because you don't watch ESPN. Yeah. yeah she's Isn't that for guys, sports? <laughs> hey, it's International Women's Day. You know, How about, dare wow. you? What about WNBA? Come on. What about it? How dare you? It's my favorite league. <laughs> Autumn loves WNBA. Yeah, because of women. <laughs> yeah, and stuff. <laughs> women and stuff. So we only have a few minutes here. We opened up, hmm, or no thanks. Uh, we have Joe Biden supposedly is going to be on. We're going to be talking about Russia. Yeah, you know, can we remember this? You said this a couple days ago. Maybe, what did I say? Maybe you can clarify this one. Okay. How do we get to the place where, you know, Putin decides he's going to just invade Russia? We have to be harsh. Strong sanctions on Russia so they don't invade themselves. <laughs> For the last uh, 15 since World War II, Russia's always uh, threatened to invade themselves. Did you find that yourself? Did you hear that yourself, Jared? I did. Okay, because once again, I do have to point out, 
can't prove a negative, but if W would have said that or the last president would have said that, my producer wouldn't have had to go find it. Uh, I would have heard it. It would have been everywhere. I put it up on Twitter as an organic video post where I where my source was, and I put it up on a couple of different social sources, and it took off. Oh, but people, did. had, people didn't see it. Yeah, it was the the last president in W. They were there was like a there was a whole desk for that. My Gats. predecessor Nido, <laughs> your predecessor, <laughs> predecessor Nido is a bully. <laughs> we don't have room for bullies. So are you going to tell Russia they have to get out of Russia? At I'm going to tell Russia, if you don't get out of Russia by the end of the day, we're not going to buy any more of your Texas tea. Just imagine a world where W said this and it wasn't a big news story. How do we get to the place where, you know, Putin decides he's going to just invade Russia? All right. Oh, yeah. You know, he used to stutter, I guess. When he <laughs> also, today I'll be talking about my new cryptocurrency, Joe Coin. <laughs> It's done with a blockchain. Like, you got a chain, it's made out of blocks. It's you like, take one block out of the chain, you put another one in Corn there. Corn Pop had a chain. I was like, Corn Pop had a chain. Well, it's, a, it's the first cryptocurrency that's popcorn backed. <laughs> Joe Coin. Joe Coin. You'd be able to get it in various car spaces. Hey, Joe, shouldn't it be, you know, in, in honor of International Women's Day, I don't want to step on your parade here, but shouldn't it be Jill Coin today? There's a lot of women named Joe. There certainly oh, yeah. is. Josephine. Oh, Joanne. Joellen. Jolene. 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 Please don't take my man. Jolene. <laughs> you know, what a terrible reason to take somebody's man just because you can. Right. Like Russia and Russia. Don't take Russia just because you can. Poutine. 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 Don't take Russia just because you can. How do we get to the place where... You know, Putin decides he's going to just invade Russia. I don't know. How did we get to that place? <laughs> it's a very odd place. Go Are we the... dreaming? Did we did we fall asleep to get to that place? Parallel universe. So, <laughs> you sent me a you sent me a Kamala clip. <laughs> yeah, they were talking about. So they're talking about like, and this is another thing that gets annoys me. It's mm. like whenever well, gas is going to go through the roof, it's going to be like seven dollars a gallon pretty soon. And so now is the time they always swoop in. Well, everybody needs to buy an electric vehicle. Like we're all going to do that in the next four days. That's what Pete Buttigieg said. Yeah, we all. Is that your Pete Buttigieg? Everybody can go out and buy an electric car now. <laughs> do you got thirty five thousand dollars? <laughs> You'll save money. You'll save money in the long run. Last month, we announced a five billion dollar investment to build out a nationwide electric vehicle charging network, so the people from rural to suburban to urban communities can all benefit oh. from the gas savings of driving an electric. <laughs> See, and then you can assign your own pronouns to your car. <laughs> We already have the ability to do that. Well, now it's official. <laughs> we have to do Because it. if you let the Republicans back in charge, you won't be able to do that. Okay, all right. Also, so. if you say something in the future that we don't like on Twitter, we will shut your car down in the middle of nowhere. And that's fair. I was thinking of that, like, if you think about, like, the woke thing on, on Twitter, you know, where you, uh, like, uh, there was a case recently, somebody got famous for getting hurt, and then people wanted to help that person, and then they found out 10 years ago, they said oh, stuff the on Twitter. off stage. Yeah, during the and Super Matt Bowl thing. Her, right, yeah. yeah, so then people were like, no, let her die! You know, like, <laughs> like, like something happened, Ted, I guess she was pretty vicious. She was very, she had very uncomfortable tweets. Okay, all right, so, uh, I was thinking, like, to the woke Generate. What are we gonna do when we get woke doctors? Like they'll just be almost ready to get, take that tumor out, get ready, scalpel. Uh, doctor, 
Uh, we found a tweet from 10 years ago, and it's like some sort of racist, ah, let him die. Yeah. <laughs> the doctor takes off his Time gloves. Time of death? Time He's of not death. dead. He's not quite dead yet. Uh, he will be. Give it 15 minutes. <laughs> I, I, cannot, I cannot remove a cancerous tumor from a person who uh, published a tweet like that 10 years ago. Look out for the future woke doctors. <laughs> woke docs. Uh, I'm going to have to see the last 15 years of your social media output before I... Take you into. I'm bleeding out. Uh, come on, let's have it. Let's have it. It'll be part of the. Intake. I'm not saving a racist. What? You know, it'll be part of your intake. You know, when yeah. you fill out those papers when you first come in, mm-hmm. it'll be like your username and password for all of your Twitter and your Instagram yeah. and your Facebook. We'll Just see so we if you're check. good enough to live. Yeah. We'll decide. <laughs> the woke doctor. All right. Supposedly in Wokey a minute, doc. less than a minute. A minute. Wokey doc. Old uh, Joe Biden's gonna come <sighs> crash. If Joey Biden's. I, I, I recognize we opened up, hmm, and if we get past Joe Biden, we'll do it. But I do want, you sent me this Kamala clip based on this electric vehicle. And what they, they come in now, it's like, hey, gas is sky high. You should buy a, an electric vehicle. Like, everybody's going to do it in a week. And uh, so this is Kamala explaining whatever. She's explaining the benefits of having electric buses in cities, not she only for... She always sounds to me like there's somewhere else she'd rather be. I guess that's the best way for me to put it. Like, like a she, kindergarten class? Where she sounds uh, yeah, like she should be. Like, she's just like, I don't know. I, I'm sure. I, my feeling about Kamala Harris is if it's like 8.30 at night and, it's at, like, and you're just hanging out, I think she's probably... Kind of a fun person. Like, do you get that feeling? Let's like, have another absolutely. bottle. Yeah, Let's I feel get another like bottle. <laughs> it's just that she's just not a good politician. No. And I hate to say that on International Women's Day. It's okay. We want you to be honest. Do you? Yeah, it's fine. You can just tell I'm us. I'm 57. Really I may be relying on one of these woke doctors one well, of these days. Go ahead. Say whatever you think. <laughs> so here's her talking about the benefits of electric school buses. And electric buses in cities. Imagine all the heavy-duty vehicles that keep our supply lines strong and allow our economy to grow. Imagine that they produced zero emissions. Well, you all imagined it. That's why we're here today. Because we have the ability to see what can be, unburdened by what has been, and then to make the possible actually happen. Mm. And then you have a car that runs on air, and it can fly, and it can float on the water, and then it can drive and pick up your kids from school. Was she quoting from a poem or something? It said the end. It was a very poetic there at the end. And the thing in the... It thing. All, yeah, it sounds like she's reading to a kindergarten class. I always get the... To me, I, and I'm older, so it wouldn't be for you guys, but I just always think of Lily Tom. One ringy I, dingy. That's all I think about. <laughs> Drunk Lily Tom. <laughs> One ringy dingy. One ringy dingy. And imagine if we had another ringy dingy. Okay. Well, you How many would we have if we had another one? You would have two and two is better than one okay. imagine all the heavy duty vehicles that keep our supply lines strong mm. and allow our John economy Lennon. to grow uh. imagine that they produced <laughs> zero emissions well you all imagined it that's why we're here today because we have the ability to see what can be unburdened by what has been and then to make the possible actually happen an impossibility that exists. Imagine all the people Imagine in a bus. all the buses <laughs> running on electricity. And, and think about the coal-fired plant that's giving you all that energy and all the smog going into the right. air. Yeah, that's the thing Where does that, energy come from? Well, that's the thing. That's what I think of it. I guess their answer would be, well, I know. in the future, where? Oh, do you know where it comes from? Water is 
turn into steam by burning coal, and that creates energy to run your energy-free vehicle. But I think if you bring that up, they'll say, <laughs> well, we're, we're, we're going to pretty soon it'll be wind and solar. Right, because then... you can fly a plane with solar panels on it, and it won't crash over the ocean. I went off script a little bit. And they already have propellers on them. Why can't they use the propellers to generate wind energy for the plane? <laughs> makes sense. You've got turbine, natural turbines right yeah. there on the plane. And you know, Why aren't we utilizing that? And they're going through the air, so why they just make that... The, the... If they go fast enough, they can use like a kite on the back to make them fly. And why not blow up a balloon? <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. I guess, uh, as usual, Joe Biden's a little bit late. It's supposed to be a 1045 call. Uh-oh. So we will. Oh, is that the? Uh, is that what we're waiting for? Is that you, Joe? Is that? Hear that again? Was it, is, that, is that you? Are they? Are they revving you up? That's him charging me. Hope he charging. Flat line. No, no, they're charging me. That's the sound it makes. It's really distracting. More I can't read. More adrenochrome for him. Yeah. I already had that. We have a heartbeat. That's good. Oh, here we go. You see, people will be tuning in for the first time. They'll hear that adrenochrome thing. Oh, he's one of those. He's one of those people. He's one of those Cosmo ping pong pizza people. Cosmo ping pong is not a place where Hillary Clinton had dinner with a... Yeah. I'm not going to say it. Don't say it. Please. You can listen to InfoWars for that crap. Uh, it doesn't exist anymore, does it? Yeah, what, it are does. They on? what are they on? The, the, uh, it's on InfoWars.com. No, he has his website. You have, <laughs> you to, have go to get an AOL uh, CD. You know, they, say all this stuff, they say all this stuff isn't available on YouTube, but I see a lot of stuff on YouTube. Well, people post it and it gets yanked down. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff I see. I must have the uh, freedom algorithm. You do. <laughs> I see a lot of people that I'm told that you're not supposed to see anymore. I find Alex Jones to be uh, a goofball, but uh, I do see that he is on YouTube. Prostate medicine works wonders. <laughs> Who did I see doing a commercial? Oh, uh, who's the governor? Arkansas? Huckabee. Oh, my God, Huckabee. Huckabee. doing some, like, sleep relaxer a, commercial or something. He has a talk show. Hey, don't you, you just don't care anymore, huh? You just make it, make it while you can. Unanswered Doctrine. Love it. Listen to it every day. Best show on the radio. Weekdays 9 till noon on 95.5 WSB. All right, about 11 minutes late so far for uh, Joe Biden. It's funny in newsrooms because Chris Camp came in before the show and he said, hey, I want to let you know, 1045, Joe Biden's going to speak. We're going to pick it up live. And everybody in the room, including, you know, ah, 11.15, the earliest. Yeah. I mean, is that a good reputation to have? I've ordered more pills than anyone in the world has. Well, they can't all be downers. <laughs> Why? Some have to get you up. Get you Everybody on time. Everybody gets a bottle of reds. A bottle of whites. No, just the reds. <laughs> I was going to little Billy Joel. You not a Billy Joel fan? It all depends upon your appetite. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> good job. I meet you anytime you want. Your Italian restaurant. That's some spaghetti. <laughs> Get some Paschetti. Spaghetti. Paschetti. At Billy Joel's Italian restaurant. Things Every- are okay with me these days. I got a new job. I got a new office. Everything's fine. <laughs> Can we very quickly dip into the press conference to see what's going on? Yes. Uh, live via satellite. <laughs> They're still charging you up, huh? I'll get there. Once they get the president fully charged, yeah. we will take him live. Hour three, 
of the Von Hessler Doctrine begins right now. So, really, all the way around, if we have time, Joe Biden's supposed to speak at some point. We will get to hmm or no thanks. Not a great day for Atlanta sports, if you think about it. So, baseball, if they don't come to an agreement by today or tonight, they're going to have to well, go to a second week of canceling games in the regular season. And uh, we happen to be the uh, current world champions. Like to see our team get back out there and defend their world championship. Uh, Calvin Ridley, <laughs> not available to any team next year because of uh, he decided to gamble $1,500 <laughs> and he lost $11 million because he can't play. And then you told me last, I think we were talking about this, the Hawks. Who owns the Hawks? There's like 17 people or something. I think it's Tony Ressler that is the main owner of is them. The, but... uh, is that the uh, the old white guy who dresses like a 20-year-old? And no, I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> I don't, don't want to call that person He's out. He's part owner? He, he is one of the big hey, owners. I'm 58, but I know rappers. Wow, man, you're cool. <laughs> so... <laughs> and look at these shoes. Man, I don't dress like a 58-year-old. So, uh, But it is kind of a committee, right? That yes. owns the thing. You're talking about Jesse Itzler. That's they the need, guy. They about. need to hear some objective point of view. Obviously, you blew it. I watch, you know, sports shows. Nobody's talking about Trey anymore. You had a genuine superstar, not really of your own making. He just went out there last year and took it. And. Turned on the country. Like, I'm sure after that playoff run and the way Trey did what he can do, I'm sure jersey sales went through the roof. There were probably 13-year-olds all over the country that wanted to be Trey. And that was the time. You see, you should own a team for one reason in professional sports. Because you want to win championships. And everything that you do should be based on this is going to help us win a championship. All right? Are you selling tickets? You got VIPs? Doesn't matter. You're BS. Get the F out. Get out. Sell it to somebody whose mindset is always going to be every single move we make is because we believe this will make us better and we can win a championship. Get the F out of ownership if one of the perks and probably the most important thing is that you get courtside seats. That's the problem with the Hawks. You've got a genuine superstar. And he proves it last year. And I turn on sports programming, nobody's talking about Trey. Because you didn't look at what happened last year and say, all right, all hands on deck. We're doing this. The next year, after that great playoff run, well, we might have to to do a play-in game. If you have to do a play-in game and you own that team after last year, get the F out and sell it to somebody who wants to do what you're supposed to do. I don't give a damn about your courtside seats. You're probably rich enough to pay for them, even if you're not part of the ownership. That's the problem with the Hawks. Too much ownership is about the fact that I get to walk right into the arena. (laughs) Look at me. Look at me. I don't want to look at you. I want to look at Trey, and I want to look at a team that deserves to have Trey Young on it. And the Hawks right now don't.
It makes me mad. I can tell. I mean, we're the 10th seed in the Eastern Conference, meaning that we would have to do the play-in tournament to then play in the first you round of the playoffs. You have a superstar who won that game in New York, took a bow before the crowd, and afterward was said, well, I knew I was in the city of shows, and when the show is over, you take a bow. That's a superstar. And you don't move heaven and earth to get whatever pieces you need. That was the time to take a run. That was the time to take a run. That wasn't a time to have a meeting about planning and things and okay and we're working. That was a time to go, who's available? Open up your pockets. Let's go. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That team with that player is maybe not going to make the playoffs. Just in the last five days, we went from beating the best team in the Eastern Conference in the Chicago Bulls to then last night. Last night was just such a shame. We lost to... The 18-win Detroit Pistons Mm. on the road by three. This is how it is. Atlanta Hawks, you do not deserve Trey Young. You haven't most of the time that you had him. But it looked like last year at the end of the year, you were getting it. You were getting it. You know, unlike what people think, it is not impossible to have a championship basketball, professional basketball team in Atlanta, Georgia. There isn't anything in the water or the air. It's in the ownership, obviously. Unbelievable. We finally have a superstar here. And if you've got Trey Young on your team, you should be in the playoffs every damn year. First of all, it's a league where it's not that difficult to make the playoffs. Yeah, 10 of 16 teams make it every year. (laughs) In each conference. And, uh, I get it. I'm mad, too. I, I was watching the game last night. Me, too. We had an opportunity. You should be, Otto, because this is your city. Mad. You grew up in a city. We had an it's oppor- unbelievable. We had an opportunity to win that game in regulation last night. Honestly, should have lost in regulation, but we had a chance to win it. We effed up at the end, and then we go into overtime, and we just looked awful. And, and you know, if they would do it right, everybody in this town would be talking about Trey all the time, which is what he deserves. I just you love him. I just listen. The dude's like six one, and he's unbelievable to watch. And like I said, a showman last year. Like people took him seriously for the first time, because for years people said, "Oh, what do I care about Trey Young scores a bunch of points and the Hawks lose?" And it looked like that was going to be turned around. I'm telling you, I know this as a long suffering Bills fan. I know for a fact that the right people can come in, do the right thing, and start winning games and start making the playoffs every year. I've seen it. Believe me, as a long-suffering Bills fan, I began to not believe it for a very long time. But I saw the team that I grew up with get a guy like Josh Allen and decide, okay, now start everything that they add is to make him better. Well, that's what Trey Young should be. Everything should be about how do we get this superstar into the playoffs. It should be a no-brainer when the NBA season starts that whatever team Trey Young is on is going to be in the playoffs. It should be a no-brainer. And if you can't make that happen, you have no brains. Just a noise. What is it all about with these rich douchebags? What is it about? Well, we've calculated that people will come pay for tickets and buy concession stand stuff just to watch Trey, even if he loses. 
That's what we've calculated. And you know how much more money it would cost to actually win? Just letting him down. He's, after everything that he did last year, I think he's still like 23 or 24 years old. I mean, he's been in the league now four or five years. He's still not 25, I don't think. Yeah, he doesn't turn 24 until September 19th. He's that young. This, he should be on a team that goes to the playoffs it's year after year after year after year. And guess what? Guess what that guy's going to do? If you get him into the playoffs year after year after year after year, one circumstance is going to lead to another one, and you're going you're to win it all one year. But you're still struggling. You've had this superstar for years, and as an organization, you're still struggling to get to the playoffs, which says to me that ownership, that it's not their first priority. And as far as I'm concerned, in any professional sport, that should be your only priority. It's not an investment. It's not something to make money off of. You're the type of person who loves to win championships, and you have money, and you love that sport. Buy the team. Let's go. Let's do it. It's annoying. Sell it. There is somebody in this town who has the money to buy that team to do it right and get it to where it is. Trey Young is... Look, if the Hawks are a letdown, is Trey Young the reason? No. Must be something else. Absolutely not. Ownership. Can't believe I went on a rant. Like what that. do they have? A committee of owners or just one owner? Well, look at these yeah, guys. Tony, like... Tony Wrestler is the main owner, but it is a committee. There's like five of them. Damn, 58, but you'd never know it. He should go to a wrestling team. He's a wrestler. Yeah, yeah, what Autumn said on International <laughs> Women's Day. Thank you. Hey, it's funnier than that lady that's got her Netflix special. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a woman. All right, Hawks, do it right or get the. I'm, let him go. You know what? I'm a Trey Young fan. Whatever team he's on, that's the team I'm rooting for. All right, Biden, you're 36 minutes late for your 1045 presser. I had a lot of cheese for dinner. <laughs> Let's go ahead and see if we can squeeze in uh, a little hmm. Let's do a little... Hmm. Uh, this is interesting. Or... <laughs> no thanks. Who was whistling? Not me. You know the rule. No whistling. Why can't I whistle? Uh, no, because it's the Von Hessler Doctrine, and that's the rule, the Von Hessler Doctrine. Whistle while you work. No, this is not work. If you think of this as work, get the F out. Uh-oh. I'm just going to yeah. go back to the rodeo then. Oh, no. Well, we, you know why? Okay, you, so. Watch out, because Megan will have a cow. Prince Harry has wild time at Texas Rodeo, despite his wife's animal rights activism. Was that a pun because he mm. said cow? This is interesting. Hold on, Megan, before you start... Yeah, I saw this. So first of all, I think it's kind of weird that people think that Prince Harry does ever, anything without getting permission from his uh, the Duchess of Sussex. <laughs> mm. uh, uh, but so I saw the picture of you at a cowboy hat at a rodeo. And so when you got home, uh, did Megan get mad at you because she's an animal activist? She kind of started, you know, to um, you know talk about you know the different. Things that you know these cows go through, and the bulls, and, and the horses, and you know the little calves, and things. And I told her that I just go to see the clowns. I like the rodeo clowns. And get, uh, that's you know. not exactly what happened. Yes, Megan, at all, Megan, so. Duchess of. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, it's National Ladies Thing. <laughs> International Women's Day. That's not the subject we're talking about right now. But Please we could try be, not to defect. Possibly uh, deflect. Do the thing where you talk and I listen. No, I'm trying to speak, but you continue to interrupt. But I'm listening, me. and sometimes when we listen, no, we you're not listening. Express ourselves in because a different when I way. told because when I told you yeah. about what the 
uh, social well, and natural. Hold on. Are you, is she against Wait. rodeos? Is that... the bulls are having fun. Think about it. They, what else okay, they just think about it. I do, but I. You know the answer. You they know might, what you're you know, supposed the to be doing. And enjoy it as well. Megan, you, like being if a you baby were there, cow, being, excuse, having uh, a lasso wrapped around your neck, well, you're knocked down by a cowboy. That that's fun. I'm, sorry, I'm just darling. gonna. I, I'm just I, gonna be quiet. Megan, Duchess of Sussex. Did you know that yes. uh, with the bulls? They. By uh, the way, Happy International Women's Day. Thank you. Uh, with the bulls, to get them to buck like that, they. I always heard that they they sort of tie their nads up a little bit, make them make it oh, put them in distress. Sounds familiar. <laughs> so funny. Um, I think that's so funny. You know, we should we should broach this topic on our podcast of preach well audio. Oh, please, we absolutely will broach this topic, we and probably, it will not hey, be you know, unbroached yes. until I get a satisfactory oh, no, the, this answer. Is Eric out of is you. trying to speak, darling. No, uh, I'm trying to. Well, you, you've a spoken, but then. Well, you guys, uh, we have. I you, you didn't make you didn't make podcast for Spotify or Netflix or whoever you're supposed to make podcast for. But you have made some podcasts for the Von Hessler Doctrine. Yes. I have a, would you like me to play a little clip here of the oh, what absolutely. people will be... Uh, a teaser, they call it. A teaser. They, they, uh, this one, you're talking about poverty of some kind? Something, yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I basically grew up in uh, just... Would you say it was abject poverty? Would you, did you grow up in poverty? Did you, did you want things absolutely and I think there are so many people out there that want and I just really want to connect with those people and that's what this podcast is really going to be is us you know up here connecting to you down right. there down there yeah. the, the little people is there yeah. you know once said no one says that now unless they're really little <laughs> that's a little taste of uh and so we, we talk about that and That'll be, a, be available on the Von Hessler Into Doctrine Women's uh, Month. once I can figure out exactly uh, what that is. I have a meeting tomorrow to find out exactly what our distribution channel is going to look like. I don't know any of that. And as soon as so. soon as we do that, we're going to make available uh, uh, your because you're not making well, podcasts for the people that are paying you millions of dollars, but for some reason you're making them for us, for well, you. And Megan and I were talking too that after the rodeo we're going to go to a cockfight. Mostly fight. you were talking. I was trying to speak, but I uh, was not being heard. But go ahead. Sorry. I was told to hold off on the live read because I think that, is Joe Biden, is he ambling up to the, no? No? Is there something else going on? I'm playing charades with uh, Shaney B. He says, no, go on, do your radio show. Leave me alone. Just hold <laughs> on. Okay, very good. So, Megan, what did you say to Prince Harry when he came home from the rodeo? I was just so disappointed because, you know, he and I have spoken many times about using opportunities like this to talk to the people. And All right, hold on, Duchess of Sussex, hold on just one moment, what? because oh we have breaking God. news from the President of the United States. I think it's hilarious that uh, President Biden, he knows that the press is sick and tired of them calling. That thing was called for 1045, what did he get out there, like 1128 or something? Yeah. The pre and so he, he started off, we should have grabbed the audio, <laughs> he started off with, uh, sorry for being late. Sorry for being late, I was a couple of phone calls. A couple of phone calls? Yeah, well, you know, I was called. I had to call my aunt, Aunt Diane. You remember Diane? Yeah. Diane and I should go on a road trip. <laughs> yeah, we'd He's stop for pills. gas. It was a twenty-five cents a gallon. Yeah, it was nowadays a... you don't get that. No, you don't. You don't get that. But we got ten thousand oil companies in this country. They can drill whatever they want. <laughs> Is that what he was saying? Yeah, he said that. I had to talk to the grandkids, too, ahead of time. And then I called the grandkids and said, you got to try look in an electric car like Pete Pichet says. Pete who? Pete Pichet. 
<laughs> Mayor Pete. Gotcha. You said a lot of buzzwords. Uh, yeah. you, you said energy independence. Energy again. independence, like the last guy. Yeah. <laughs> you told us everything about the last guy it was terrible. <laughs> My predecessor, Nidu, had one good thing that he did. <laughs> was he really? I had to walk away because I had a, a mini meeting. I had a mini meeting. With management during that, did he? I heard energy independence, but I, I assume the next thing was wind and solar. That's so you how you're gonna burn all the windmills, <laughs> and when the energy comes from burning the windmill, I think you're really you're you see some kind of polling, and it tells you to really change the script on this. So, you know what wind energy is? It's a lot of hot air. Oh. <laughs> drill here, drill now. <laughs> Drill, baby, drill. There is a thing going on right now where the oil industry is saying this is not true. But they're, they, the new line from the administration in the last few days, started with Jen Psaki the other day, is that uh, the oil companies can drill all they want. They're choosing not to for some reason. He and, mentioned that in the press conference, too. Yeah, that's their new thing. And the oil companies are going, no, 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 no. It's a little more difficult than that. It's not that simple. We're just deciding not to... Not to drill for oil. So I am not an oil man myself. You're not? I'm known as a butt man. <laughs> oh, okay, got it. I'm not an oil man. <laughs> I'm Did a butt man. Oil yeah. man? I like... What? Huh? see her oil can? Don't you need oil if you're a butt man? <laughs> <laughs> it's time for our nap. <laughs> President Biden. That no, took a lot out of him. It did. It did take a lot out of you him. Know, we appreciate you, it. We usually, appreciate it. President Biden, usually you break in during Eric Erickson. What happened this time? You brought your yeah, yeah, today. you're breaking into my show. Well, you guys talk about me and make fun of me all the time. I figure I'm cutting you guys and knocking off a little bit. Uh, <laughs> why are you yelling? I don't know, because I'm old. <laughs> we can hear you. Old people yell. I've ordered more pills than anyone in the world has. So was, am I. That, was, that is you. Huh? That was you saying that. Go get him. You you get him. So there was more of that in this then, as I walked away to have my mini-meeting with management. Why did you have a mini-meeting in the middle of a press conference? uh, Well, listen, I can't tell you the whole thing, but I will give you the fact that uh, I ended it by saying, it's International Women's Day. I can't fire her today. That's how it ended. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I'm always there for you. I'm on your side. So does that mean I, I'm out of the podcast 30? No, 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 no. You have responsibility. I still have to do that? <laughs> hey, it's International Women's Day. You've got to step up. You can clean your desk during the podcast you, 30. Yes, you are the okay. podcast 30. <laughs> yeah, clean up. Clean up. You know, I realized that in, in my office, I think I still have things that are were sent here for autumn like three years ago or something. <laughs> Probably. People think that you're here. You know what? I think we let's just cut the middleman out. Let's just give your home address out on the air. So if people want to, okay, it's send a you one. Se- Joe says no, no. What? Spread it, Joe. You're just saying spread. things now. It's International Women's Day. Show some respect. I must be white. There you go. I must be white. Let's do a couple of uh, what? Hmm. <laughs> Is that okay, Joe? Can we do this? I guess it's interesting. Hey, this is interesting. <laughs> no thanks. Whoa. <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right, this first one is from Fox News. Dolly Parton's book with James Patterson has debuted at number one. It debuted. Excuse it me. Debuted. It debuted. Did it debut? It debuted at number one on Amazon. It debuted. Hmm. This is interesting. We were just talking about James Patterson. You were telling me that he was the uh, the sold more books than any other author in history, and I told you he doesn't even write these things anymore. Mm-hmm. Is, is he alive? 
Yeah, he's alive. Okay. But usually he gets some other lesser-known writer, and they basically, I think the way that it works is, if you're a lesser-known writer and you're a decent writer, you want to get the James Patterson thing going, so they submit stuff to him all the time, and then he probably takes like your good idea, maybe tweaks it a little bit, puts a little bit of that Patterson shine on it, <laughs> and then you put it out with uh, his name is really, really big. And your name is really, really small with so and so with real actual writer of this book. That's what it should say. And he, he did one with Bill Clinton and somebody else famous, maybe Whoopi. I don't know. No, it wasn't Whoopi. <laughs> but Dolly. I mean, who, uh-huh. I, you know, actually, who wrote this book? Because Patterson didn't write it. Dolly Parton didn't write it. So there's probably going to be a third with. So it'll be Dolly and James will have big names and it'll be. Is it? With. <laughs> with. <laughs> With the guy who really wrote this book, is it about something from her life? It's called it? the Run Rose Run, and let's run, see. Run Rose Run. Because I'm moving. I can't do her. Yeah, well, I got it right here. I got. Any more than that? That's a whole chapter on that, Autumn. That's great. Uh, the woo of wooing. Yeah. I'm looking for a close look. Oh, it's Run Rose Run, according to this Fox News story, is a close look at the Nashville music scene through the eyes of women. Look at this for Women's hey, International Day. Women's Day. Women's Day. Eyes of women. It says here that the narrative has music and romance in cheering crowds and lyrics to parton songs. <laughs> yeah, I told crowd. you it has it's a triple threat. It has music <laughs> and romance oh. and cheering crowds. How do you have cheering crowds in a book? Well, they're described as cheering crowds. Oh, the they crowd was loud, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> they sure were loud. Uh, <laughs> and lyrics to part in songs such as the mid-tempo rocker, Big Dreams and Faded Jeans. What? Big Dreams, Faded Jeans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. That was pretty bad. good. On the darker side are unscrupulous executives, unwanted physical advances, and the male-oriented ways Uh of the market, defined by a radio consultant's salad theory. (laughs) <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, hey, Clive Cliverson. Well, you put a little of this, a little of that. In which men are the essential artist, the lettuce, the women more like tomatoes, to be sprinkled into airplay now and again <laughs> for flavor as garnish. Is that that's on the book? That's... Yeah. That, well, apparently that's something that she actually knows about. Maybe somebody told her well, something. That's why like you that. can't play two women in a row. I have right? had. Listen, I. That's a true thing. I. I. I, I have, salad. I. <laughs> <laughs> that conjures up a whole. That, that conjures yeah. up a whole different uh, uh, mental. You want to toss out that concept? <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> Listen, you keep your dude salads to yourself there okay. on International <laughs> Woman's Day. <laughs> so Clive Cliverson, this kind of sounds like the type of thing that you would get going. Well, it's a bit. It's like, <laughs> oh, so, I don't even come uh, You know, salad uh, theory. Uh, you know, women. I would say because you got you got lettuce. Like Are that. you the guy who started in rock? Do they still do this on the river? I wonder. What? If it's not a special thing, like a block of music, like it's Joan Jett's birthday, so they play three Joan Jett songs yeah. in a row. Now, I don't know if they still do this on the river, but in rock and roll radio forever, and I don't know who started this, 
you don't play female singers back to back. Like you do not follow Joan Jett with heart nah, or something no, like that. Come on, <laughs> but I mean that's just <laughs> something. I mean? That's something you made up. Like it's like, oh, uh, you know what? I like heart, but not after Joan Jett. Nah, I'm yeah. turning the station. Like who did that? I wonder if who na- did that. I wonder if nowadays on like pop stations, can you play Billie Eilish back to back with Taylor Swift? Like I, I've yeah. never, I've never noticed it before. Does that's it- different because rock is a male-oriented genre and pop. Is a uh, female? Is it female? Is, is yeah, pop female? baby, baby. So maybe you can't. Have... I thought the, I thought all the boys loved the BTS. Am I wrong? Amy Grant. Mm, so maybe you can't go ha- Harry Styles and Lil Nas X back to back. Can't have men back to back. Yeah, of course you can have men back to back, but just not women back to back because uh, we can't handle it. I would men. like to know if rock stations still have that weird theory that there's Ask no, Nick. there cannot be research that backs it up. Hey, look, we found out that look, people love heart. And and they love Joan Jett, <laughs> but they cannot take them back to back. They what? Turn, there's another woman. Ah, I'm a guy. I can only put up with so much. No one ever did that. No one ever <laughs> did that. Always complaining. These consultants. The these consultants <laughs> just make up <laughs> theories. Well, it and it's like, oh, well, let me write you another check here for your nonsense theory. We well, put a bunch of overweight people in a hotel lobby, and they <laughs> yeah. buzz when the women come out. Oh, know. is that the yeah, the dials? Yeah, the dials and the whips. Up. Shouldn't you just, through your experience and your gut instinct, know how to <laughs> run a play? Why about. do you have to ask people what they want uh, all the time? That's crazy. Well, thankfully for the <laughs> Podcast 30, we have English Nick from the river coming over to talk about it. So. And what, what are you saying? We'll, we'll grill them? Yeah, oh, absolutely. We'll put them through the ringer? And don't tell people where they can find it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That's so Podcast inside. 30 is coming up next. We're allowed to tell people that that is on WSBRadio.com or their WSB Radio app. You figure out a couple hoops. Couple you're clicks. A, you're a teachable animal. You if can you figure really want to get to us, yeah. you're going to have to work for it a you're little You're going to have to work for it. That's the theory. Mm-hmm. All right. We are uh, we're done. Okay. We have, we're going to go meet uh, some <laughs> fans for lunch. Yes, Autumn are. won't be there because she's not in town. Looking forward to that. Sad. And then the Podcast 30. Hopefully you'll join us there. If you can't join us there or at lunch today, we'll be back on the radio tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Each and every one of you listening now is invited to come back and listen then. But until then, continue on your journey. Do not piss off the genie. Hello. Yeah, I was just saying, f*** it. We're going to do the podcast 30 with her or without her on International. That's not good for your body. How's that going to help you attract men? (laughs) Welcome to Podcast 30 begins right now. I'm Eric Von Hessler, joined by Tim Andrews, Jared Yamamoto, Autumn Fisher, and to start off, the great Steve Craig, legendary broadcaster in Atlanta, Georgia. (laughs) What makes you a legendary broadcaster? You just stick around, Exactly. It's all all longevity, however long uh, you've been in a different market. We started in rock and roll radio. I ended up in talk radio. You're in classic rock. You just stick around. Exactly. Recently mentioned on uh, Radio Labyrinth with uh, the Josh Joplin group. That's right. Oh, yeah. Did you not screw them over? Was he a good guy? He was a good guy. I I, I played the hell out of him when they had uh, a CD out. Projector Head, that was the name of it. Yeah. So I, you, I, I was a, I was an early pioneer of the uh, or, or cheerleading pioneer of the. All right, this podcast thirty should be. I think you would agree, Steve Greg. Yes, Craig or Greg, focused on Autumn Fisher on this International Woman's Day, but we're going to walk away from that for a moment. After if all, Autumn allows it. Well, no, she'll have another day three hundred and sixty-five <laughs> from now. I mean, it's not can like I she doesn't get her time. And- can I no. go back and eat those Cheetos? No, stop eating Cheetos. That's not it was professional. Like Ten puffy ones, <laughs> it's and they're not, mostly air. It's no big deal. It's not professional. You knew you would be back on video. You probably got some sort of orange traces all around. I can't I can see, see you. you guys. I can see you. 
And yeah, that's why can't she image. see us? Can you rub your fingers on your chest with the <laughs> Cheeto dust? <laughs> Listen, I know that's your fetish. <laughs> it's not about you. So we went. So for some reason, English Nick refuses to join us today. God, no, 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 well, he's I, filling in he's for me, so he's getting you. everything lined up for tomorrow too. He was, oh, told me he was having trouble you. getting his motorcycle helmet off earlier. I was, I maybe really? that's it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's because his head's growing so big. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. It's English Nick. Somebody needs to knock him down to size. Oh, wait a minute. Somebody already. Why is he mad? Uh, I don't think he's mad. Autumn just said he was mad. Well, he's angry because uh, Autumn keeps saying that he's... I have no idea. What are we talking about? Steve Craig. (laughs) International Women's Day. Yes. We have you here because English Nick was going to answer this question. Yes. At the end of the the, uh, radio show, the program that is on the frequency uh, 95.5 FM in Atlanta, Georgia. Which I do do listen to in my office. You were listening to us. And we asked the question whether or not uh, classic rock... Radio had stuck with this formula from rock and roll radio where uh, you never play two female singers in a row, whether it's a band like Heart and a, a solo person like Joan Jett. And I contend that even if you do that, still, there was never any real science behind it. It was just a theory from radio consultants. Right. Number one, do you still do it? Yes. Mm. <laughs> wow. Are you serious? Yes. Except yes. for today now, now let, on let, International let explain, Women's Day. Let me explain. Being Women. the music director at 97.1 The River, uh, it is an old type of, of, of rule that we have when we, when we build flow for you know, a, a don't talk about flow on International Woman's Day. Uh, no, we shakes. should be talking about flow on this day. How dare embrace you. flow. Yeah. Embrace good one, though. Yeah. That's, that's good that you, that you picked that up. Right. That's why you get the big bucks. That's yeah, right. that's why that's, I'm still playing records for a living. Why, yeah. yeah, that's right. <laughs> You probably you have a whole survivalist compound you owned. I'm still weak to I have to call soccer games so I can make my mortgage. Well, I know. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you are calling every game around town, right? Just hockey and soccer and the occasional basketball and baseball. You don't do uh oh yeah, you do hockey? Yeah. And then you do Atlanta United. The, uh, the first place Atlanta Gladiators, I should say. Well, you have nothing to do with that. You're just up there calling <laughs> the game. I get them motivated. Be, <laughs> I get them motivated. You'd be calling that game if they were in last place because you got a mortgage to pay. And we've done that before. Don't you have a survivalist compound? There's a rumor about you that, like, if there's an apocalyptic, dystopian thing that happens, you know, find Steve Craig. Are you saying I'm a prepper? Are you a prepper? I'm a prepper. Oh. A doomsday prepper. Are you a doomsday prepper? No, I was just saying, you know. He's a prepper. I'm a prepper. I'm a prepper. You're, You're a, prepper. a prepper. Wouldn't you like to be a prepper, too? Only if I find out that the world's ending when right. I'm just driving to your place. Yeah, you just need my address is all you need. That's what I'd like yeah. to have. Good luck getting past the perimeter. Of, <laughs> I got a lot of toilet paper. Does that count? Yeah, I got more than you probably. I can't. Oh. <laughs> How much flex? toilet paper do you have? Uh, what? How much toilet paper do you have in Don't your Don't want to answer that question. How much toilet paper? Answer the question. <laughs> Roughly. Closet full. Let's talk about how many days, how many people in your family, how many people are you responsible for to keep alive in the dystopian apocalyptic future? Counting my girlfriend Bad Barbie's family? Probably about 10. Okay, 10. So 10 people, the world's gone to, you know, hell in a handbasket. Yep. You guys are surviving. Yep. How many months and or years do you think the toilet paper can hang with you? A year. A year? Yeah. With 10 people? Yeah. Wow. So how many think of them be are rules? women? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Women. The, they, whole, the whole one square women kind of wipe, thing. Yeah. Women wipe for both. So yeah. <laughs> are a lot yeah, of them and, women? And we have you know, They used the to use corn cobs. He can't but, hear you because he doesn't have, uh, he doesn't uh, have well, headphones. Oh, well, that's not professional. That's, why don't I'm, you put I'm, headphones? I'm doing Howard Hessman today. I don't yes. have headphones on. <laughs> 
Yes, Autumn is uh, saying things, and you are ignoring her so on international. So how do we get on me being a prepper from that's talking kind of, about females That's back to back? the kind of show that you happen to yeah, sit down on. Don't ask questions. Don't ask just, questions. Just, just answer them. Lay okay. back and let it happen. On I, Women's Day. I have my headphones on. <laughs> Autumn, uh, Autumn says, why don't you sit back and listen, Steve? Just sit back and listen. No, listen. <laughs> listen to her. She actually was referencing a horrific type of joke <laughs> that uh, only That's a woman such as herself would do. I like Autumn, and now she's dissing me. She oh, said, wow. so, uh, <laughs> why did I have him put those headphones on? Oh. To hear me. To hear you talk about wiping and what a woman <laughs> yeah, needs. Yeah, during flow. Yo, right, what about coming. that? Yeah, you how got many of these women? Wiping. How many of those women are beyond those years, and how many of these women are still in those? Years? Well, they used to just put them out in a tent back out in the field but until it was all play. over. Well, you can't do that because there's radiation all over the place. We still need we still <laughs> so need toilet paper out there. <laughs> are you set up in your survival compound for radiation type of stuff, or is it more like uh, people are looting all over the no, place? No, so no, we're waiting for law and order. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay, we have we have some extra food in case you can't actually get to okay. the store or if you run out of gas and that kind of thing. You know, you I have a supply of uh, fuel and it's just enough to get me to Steve Craig's compound. There you go. Hey, that's all you need. That's all you need. And then you pretend you're not dying. You know, I, there, was a, there was an episode of Happy Days that I saw as a, uh, as a kid and it stuck with me. And it was about the, uh, the you know the scare in the fifties, and so they did an episode where well, they uh, actually the, had bomb shelters. Yeah, the yeah. Cunninghams bought a bomb shelter, and they came Ooh. up they came up with the whole thing where at some point you have to tell a friend they can't come in. They were doing these sort of drills, and that's when Richie, I believe, convinced his uh, dad that uh, you know what, I'd rather not be in there. I'd rather not tell friends that they can't come into the uh, well, bomb shelter. Right. Whoa. Hey, Mister that- C. Can I bring the Sapisky twins in with me? <laughs> Autumn, what? Wasn't that a uh, Twilight Zone episode? No, it was the ha- it was Happy Days. Because there was a Twilight Zone episode, and it well, had, they um, stole it from Happy Days. Grandpa Joe from uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was in it. Really? It was same type yeah. of concept. Uh-huh. Would you be able to turn away Eric von Hessler and his ten family members? I'd turn away Joni and Chachi. That's oh, for sure. We'd all but, yeah. Well, yeah. but I wouldn't. No, only one of them is with us. No, by Jenny much. Piccolo, would you? Let her in there, Phil well, Silver's what's daughter. She lo- what's she looking what's like now? Phil Silver's daughter. What do you think she looks what's like? Jenny <laughs> Piccolo. What's she looking like? How dare you? Oh, listen, we have to have standards. We're going to be around each other for a while. <laughs> well, we, a little eye candy doesn't hurt in the post-apocalyptic world. But the, question so for, but the question for Happy Days is, would you play Susie Quattro next to Joan Jett? Well, getting us back, so this why this guy is a legendary <laughs> broadcaster, getting us back to, yes, I will tell you this, I know why this is done, because somebody, let's write a check, consultant, mm-hmm. came up with a theory in 1978 or something. Oh, it was before that. Was it before that? Oh, yeah. It was Clive Cliverson's uh, uh, yeah. mentor. No, it was, it was Clive Cliverson. It was actually Clive. Clive <laughs> is 110 oh, years old. <laughs> I worked for Alan Free. Uh, don't, <laughs> let those, <laughs> don't let those orange tips fool you. He's 110 years old. That's an old, uh, yeah. it's an old Bill Drake rule from uh, way, he way back. Way, so he's just a guy who just made this up. But I don't believe... Now, you were just telling me off-air that like maybe casually, if somebody's listening to the radio and what, what did you a scandal comes on after Joan Jett, maybe they think that's a long Joan Jett song. Yeah, because most people listen in, in, in kind of like a, a background 
You know, casual. They're dull. They're yeah. dull. No, very, very people, people, you know, will listen, uh, except for this show, of course. Yes. Uh, will they actually listen, listen intently where they're looking at the pins, radio, you know, pins and, and needles. sitting on pins and needles. Because, uh, you, know, you know, classic rock has always been kind of a background thing. Sure. And we're, you know, in yeah. the background playing the greatest classic rock ever recorded. Absolutely. Tagline, Some of them. Yeah, yeah. Some of them. Well, yeah. Some of the them. Best, the better researched Don't get me ones. Going. The better researched ones. Yeah. So, so, well, there's a lot of uh, classic artists that believe that you guys are researching them right out of existence. But. I don't want to go there mm-hmm. because we work for the same company. I know. Well, you know. Although, Nirvana over there yet? No. Huh? Why? Why? Just, be because, just because she's in the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and we can put you know, the, the quotation marks What, you think that, you're going to play like, Madonna no. on classic rock? No, I'm no. saying Nirvana. Nirvana. Yeah. I, oh, I, you I thought, thought you said Madonna. Yeah. No, I said Nirvana. No, said Nirvana. Oh, we play Nirvana. They play, Nirvana. Uh, they play oh, Smells okay, Like Teen yeah. Spirit. Okay. I'll bet that's the only thing they play. And come as you are. Come as you are. Why? I have a question. Now, last summer, or may have been 2020, a lot of bands. Which was it? it I don't remember. It all blends <laughs> together. But albums uh, were, were released by bands that you play. Like Cheap Trick put out a kick-ass album. Yeah. It was great. Why weren't any of those songs added? Wow, this has turned the, into for, a prosecution. For the, for the, for the, I love no, this. no, no. For the same reason, when you go to a Cheap Trick concert, do you want to hear their new stuff? No. From that album? No. I, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I believe that you could do a block of Cheap Trick, mm-hmm. and in the middle- Yeah. Have inserted uh, whatever the single was because that album was just loaded. Every song was great. Right. Whatever their single was, it was probably the name, the title song, mm-hmm. which is escaping me right now. Um, whatever that was, I think you could have played that in a cheap trick block, and people would have gone, "Wow!" And they would. Oh they no, would I'm have, confused. Is they, this no. a long cheap trick song? I don't <laughs> they, get it. They would have thought. I must have missed this song along the way because right. it didn't sound like old men trying to sound like. Now I would agree if a band comes out with a with an album and it sounds like an older, like they're older now, and they're trying to sound like they used to. I would agree that's not the same thing. The anger that, is not there. The the anger and the that angst. Cheap and trick, everything. That cheap trick album that came out a year or so ago. Yeah. That sounded like a cheap trick album from 1979. Yeah. I mean the song song quality was as good. They they weren't like noodling around trying to explore some. They were just like compact four to five minute songs. Cheap cheap that cheap trick songs. I think that if you would have snuck them in there, people would have been delighted. Yeah. I really do. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes, I didn't mean this to turn into a prosecution or oh, a persecution a like you did. I'm just asking questions. Here's no, another one. It's a valid, uh, uh, valid question. What was the song off that Blue Oyster Cult put out an album yeah, last that year? Was good yeah. Something about uh, the word box was in the title. That song could have been released six months after Burning For You. Yeah. I mean, it's, it doesn't sound like the guy's 70 now or it's Buck Dharma singing. Just yeah. like, it doesn't sound it, it's like, just sounds like a hit song, but there's no place to make it a hit. So I think what Tim's saying there is why not? I think people, just because they're listening to, uh, for nostalgic purposes, kind of, or this is the music I grew up with and this is what I'm comfortable with, I think they still, so long as the artist doesn't phone it in like they give you something real i think every once in a while because a a lot of these artists they do kind of complain that they'll come to a station like you'd be like hey yeah we'll talk to robin zander he's some cheap trick and i've got this new song and then they'll they'll talk about the new album and then they'll play a song from 1978 Mm -hmm. and i mean what is the fear there that people will just never come back to the radio station again you know what that's just too much they played that song. I'm never coming back. It's an overall feeling of familiarity, I think is what yeah. it is. So when people listen to the radio st- uh, the radio station, again, it's a background type of thing for the most part. You know, yes. When you're in your car, you might be listening a little bit more closely. Yes. Uh, but if you hear something you're not familiar with, and most people who lis- listen casually couldn't tell you if that new song 
kick-ass as it might be, was a cheap trick song. It's oh, like, it's yes, like, it's they like, would. What? yes, they like, would. What is this? Well, you'd have to tell them, I think. Right. I don't think so. A lot, you know, if you're listening to classic rock, this is not a – now we're just having a conversation. I'm yeah. not saying what should be or shouldn't be. Can you – te- let me ask you this. It seems like it. Uh, now for- no, I'm – Oh, if I if I if I ran radio stations, they go right into the ground. <laughs> It'd be nothing but good music, and that does not sell. Uh, today, this is a comparison I made uh, earlier on my show this morning. Could you tell the difference between Pat Benatar and Quarter Flash? A Quarter Flash had one song, that, and I think I could. Harden well, my heart. You know what? Here's the and thing. she was always she was always thought of as being Pat Benatar, and it was yeah. confusing. Well, so I'm saying some of that of is people, because you know. music chases hits, right? So right. Pat Benatar had probably had her first album that hit, mm-hmm. and then they made Quarter Flash. Produ- you know how that is, yeah, exactly. like all that uh, hair metal stuff. There was Formula. like there was like three producers producing all those albums, right. right? So they all kind of sounded a little bit alike. If you like that, I think that on that tre- Cheap Trick album, mm-hmm. for instance. I like I said. I think if you snuck one of those in there, uh, I think people would 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 assume that was something from '81 that they missed. Right. If you establish it as a cheap trick rock block, block, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I agree. Why don't you I have agree. your night slammer play it? Yeah, oh, we yeah, could we do that. Let's get on the phones. Well, that that that's also some classic rock stations will do this. Is when they have a classic rock artist like Cheap Trick or Blue Oyster Cult or Aerosmith or yes. or whoever, and they have something new out. They'll do that. Say, "Hey, we're going to play, you know, a couple of yeah. choice cuts from right. that album." Right after ten o'clock yeah, after tonight. 10 o'clock would yeah. count. Right. But now Aerosmith, I think, goes into a different category. If Aerosmith had a song that was attached to a movie that was a huge hit that everybody was talking about, mm-hmm. I think you guys might add it. Maybe if it was huge. Yeah. If like everybody, make, uh, yes, sorry, yes, you have the, the lady on uh, Women's International Day. We do have a lady. Uh, would you like to ask a question of the uh, sausage panel? Yes, go ahead. Yes, I would. The donut has raised her hand. Oh, ooh. I'd like to. I'd like to know. So you said earlier that if you had two female artists back to back, that you might think it's a long Joan Jet song, but nobody thinks that with two male artists. It's not like all female artists sound the same, and that you wouldn't know the difference between you know something that Stevie Nicks is singing versus Pat Benatar. Slam, but a uh, a classic rock. Station, we play maybe about eight to ten female artists. And you'll hear them if, all if you today. Believe, believe it or not. You'll, you'll, you'll hear, them, hear all them all today. Oh, yeah. International Women's Day. This yeah. isn't your thing. I know you didn't make up this rule, but I'm no. just arguing. Yeah, but he's it. here. Let's sense. attack him. No, that's okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Attack away. Yeah, so, so what's what's the reason? Like that, you can't spread that. That that doesn't work logically across the board. I think that let's deal with it. We're. De- I mean, this the theory is because of what culture is or was. Rock audiences, it was considered, were more accepting of male singers That's than female think, singers. Yeah. Right? Was the majority of, yeah. of classic rock artists are so they male, would know the difference driven. between Robert Plant's voice and Ozzy Osbourne's voice right. more. <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm giving you what they people would say. know the difference between Joan Jett. Well, and certainly Carter. Stevie yeah. Nicks, but also you, you, if you consider the truth of it, classic rock, uh, the the bands that are from the '70s and '80s and even a little bit of the '90s are very misogynistic, and those those right. those songs are very you know male oriented, and so when you have a female who might be rocking, you know, right. or, or, or right. singing about you know love on from the other you know angle. 
that's still uh, uh, it's it's a it's a sound. So you're saying that it's you a get. male it's, it's, format, is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. So no, it's think, a homosexual argument... format. Hold on, I'm getting no, no, something no, no, here. No, no. It's actually a homosexual format because it's men who are attracted to men. That's what this format well, is for. Men are, no, it's it's men singing about their their attraction for girls. Oh, so. well, that's a cover. Right? Yeah. Typically, <laughs> like like ultra masculinity ends yes. up going around to the other side of being homosexual. Do you know what I mean? Like it goes yeah. so far in one direction that it comes back the other way and then you're back he's like you know um and you end up with men, judith, judith Priest. men fighting each yeah. other and like taking off their shirts <laughs> yeah and, you know, keep going like, no explain more the yeah explain and then more. they get sweaty yeah and then yeah. one gets them in a hold on the ground and, and the, the other one is totally helpless <laughs> you see the sweat roll off the nipple that kind of thing is that what you're talking about yeah now you're getting into the 90s mosh pit is what yes, you're getting exactly. into there. he gets yeah. on top of him and he spreads his legs apart ankles down hopefully you're not done with that so <laughs> but what I'm saying is I don't think that the argument is that, well, like people just won't know that the art, that the, this next female artist wasn't the same song as before. Remember. I think it's that rock is more of a male um, uh, centric sort of genre. Fan base. Genre. Yeah, n- yeah. Not just male fan base, but genre. Yeah. But even like when genre. I was, when I was, um, when I was, uh, you know, a, a young lad. A rock, love the rock and roll. Even like girls who were into the music women. that we were into, women, girls at the time, I was 16 and 17. Okay, that's fine. Who were uh, into the music, we would think they, of They were the rock chicks. I was going to say that exact. Yeah. They're rock chicks, mm-hmm. which yeah. meant that they either, they themselves didn't display. Um, testosterone or anything, but they, but you knew that yeah. they were they were into rock the way you were into rock, right? Uh-huh. So, all right, we got to end this because sometimes on the podcast, thirty people absolutely hate when we talk about music. I so know. Well, we the, do the whole thing. Uh, the one it's thing more about us fighting than it is about music. Some people like that. Yeah. If we fight about music. It's I just okay. realized that I'm wearing my station logo. This was not yeah. pl- this was not planned. Yeah. Yeah. This you was, you the, knew what the, you were doing, yeah. Steve. The, 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 the I'm wearing the required uniform. The river. <laughs> anyway, uh, what, what I was explaining to you when we were uh, you, when you were in between the show and the podcast is it's all a matter of flow. That's uh, and, and I don't want to say that you know. Yeah, yeah, being, yeah. yeah. Uh, The flow of the radio station I think is I was something repeat that. My joke? I don't no, do that. I don't know. All right, go ahead. <laughs> but like you know, it, it, it's a matter of like you don't want to play uh, Def Leppard next to Guns N' Roses because it's two of the same type right, of song. Tempo. You want right. to you want to vary it, it a little bit. You want if you're going to play a little Billy Joel in there, you want to put like maybe some Brian Adams between that and your Def Leppard, and, and so you, you're saying you try to Billy Joel like, does not count as a female artist. No, okay. <laughs> he is classic rock, you know. Okay. But it, but you also don't want to play Elton John next to Nirvana. You right. know, it, it's a little bit too. So it's about uh, yeah, right. like this. So it's a, it's a flow kind of thing. Even I when still you, think it's bullshit. When you, okay. It is bullshit because like having something like crazy on you and then having like brass in pocket is totally fine. Oh, that's the other one. Gotta be right. I couldn't name pretenders. The, uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's. And that. what's what, what what's been what's what's not been researched out from the pretenders? Brass and Pocket. <laughs> Brass and Pocket does well. It's a it's a huge yeah. it's a huge classic Ugh, hit. It's, it's, it's the bigger song. one. Oh, um, I love that song. And then uh, middle and middle fine, of the road does well. Middle of the road, right? And back on the chain gang. Those are like the the, yeah. the big. In three. the big middle band. of the road. But there's things like message of love, <laughs> and there's the waiting. And oh, those all are, those great those songs. Those are all are, those are all uh, researched out. Horrible. What about Tom Petty? Those are album tracks. What about Tom Petty? Well, they're not album tracks if they were hits. Uh, what about Tom? Well, what classifies we, a hit? Like when a band, well, when a band, uh, bands get, get pissed off yeah. at classic rock stations, it's because, let's say it's, okay, it's 2022 now, mm-hmm. and they maybe had their big moment between 83 and 88, say. Yeah. And if they had like seven hits, usually five of them get researched out, and they're left with like two. Like Nirvana mm-hmm. in the early 90s had several hits, right. and they've been reduced to two songs. 
on classic rock. Mm -hmm. And a lot of bands sort of deal with that. And I think that's the kind of thing that's not really understood because I think people think that uh, if if a listener is into classic rock and they're into Nirvana, every once in a while to hear that other hit Mm -hmm. wouldn't run them away. Mm -hmm. It would um, make it uh, more of an interesting sort of deal because they made it a hit once. So Mm -hmm. why wouldn't they like it now? There's a reason why it was a hit. It's not because necessarily of the time, but I mean... But there's also... also what What research does is it tells you what they want to hear the most right but that doesn't mean that they always want to hear and it's just it's a come as you are and smells like teen spirit right. are always going to win the one number one number two slots but that doesn't necessarily mean every once in a while i don't want to hear uh you know what came in four or something, right you know? and that's what specialty programming is for yes. those are the specialty shows after if you're do like a 90s at nine or yeah. sunday yeah, mornings sunday mornings and, and sunday mornings as well uh, when the but, least but, amount of people are listening but when you when you mention uh research that's something that when when we do research and a a lot of the 90s stuff is coming into classic rock now oh, because God, as, the, as uh, you know sadly <laughs> when you think about classic rock things like the the doors and jefferson Star, uh, airplane and yeah. Jimi yeah. hendrix even yeah. and some yeah. of the yeah. older oh, rolling yeah. stones we're gonna, what we're right. gonna, jimmy's gonna be gone jimmy's not gonna be long now jimmy's just gonna be gone just not gonna be on classic rock. how is it rock and roll if there's no Jimi hendrix answer that question how is it rock and roll if Easy. there's no Jimi hendrix Good question. Lenny Kravitz. Right, we're going to find out. Lenny, <laughs> there, there, you just, you, who does it? Doesn't, Ew, Lenny it's, Kravitz. Lenny, it's Lenny Kravitz. That is plastic. That's Lenny, plastic. Lenny, we're playing more Lenny Kravitz now than we do Jimi Hendrix. That's Gross. a set. That's maybe, maybe. But that's, listen, but that's a change. That's a change in the age demographic. That's a change in the, in the, in the and appreciation also, for. And also the ability to appreciate good music. Uh, you know, so Lenny Kravitz that, that listen, notwithstanding. You guys do it. Obviously what you do and your research is right because you, you get ratings and it's good, but uh, I, I just, I would, I don't think, I think that you would have to say we have to play Jimi Hendrix every once in a while mm-hmm. if we're going to call ourselves a rock and roll. Like, right. it would be like, you know what? We've just researched Led Zeppelin out of rock and roll. That mm-hmm. is a, That's I not mean, far the, off either, I mean, I the Beatles were yeah. researched no, out. they're still solid. They're the still Beatles there. were researched out by the time I got to 96 Rock. Right. I mean, we played Aerosmith's Come Together. Which is just, it's stunning to me mm-hmm. that research can, can research out, without a doubt, the most popular band in the history of the world can be researched out of, out of rock and roll radio. It's, it's stunning to me, but it had happened already by the mid-90s. Before you know it, you'll have Taylor Swift over on the, riff, on the river. It'll be great. I won't. I'll be dead then. No, it'll never but, happen. Uh, but when you mention the Beatles, though, in classic rock, the Beatles era are split because right. what what researched out a long time ago was the the what I'll call the, bo- the boppy you. Beatles. Yeah the, yeah, the she loves you. Yeah, yeah. the love oh, me yeah. do's oh, yeah. and the yeah. I feel fine. And then that came into like the Sgt. Pepper mode, yeah. and then everything after that. But there's revolution. the revolution. That's and a rock and together. roll song. Yeah, and uh, even uh, Day in the Life. Birthday. And, and, you know, birthday's a birthday great song. Never a radio birthday's song. such a great song in its, it's entirety, and right. nobody ever hears the whole thing. Right. They only hear like well, a little snippet. Well, that's your fault. That's your fault because it's on my little birthday thing. But you got to think about that. So it's going to happen to everybody because I know that for a fact because basically. Basically, when I got here in 98 with 96 Rock, it was essentially a classic rock station at that point. Mm-hmm. They did every once in a while add something from the Ur bands or something that were coming up, you know, like Creed yeah. or something like that. But essentially, Ur. it was mostly Ur. Uh, <laughs> essentially, it was, it, was, it, was, it was classic rock. And I realized- like, Lumberjack rock is what that was. <laughs> they were playing Led Zeppelin. <laughs> you would hear Led Zeppelin and all those classic things. But like I said, Come Together was the Aerosmith version. And I realized, wow, the Beatles- but they're still, they're still considered the best band by the most people. But somehow they don't, 
nobody wants to hear him on the radio. Right. That's as we're as we're looking at a demographic of twenty five fifty four, which is which is kind of what we target as a classic rock station. Yeah. Uh, people are aging out of that demographic, and the ones who are getting all of a sudden, you know, uh, all the, over, over sixty and and over yeah. sixty five, the people who would embrace. How can we don't play any Three yeah. Dog Night? Right. right. Uh, that kind of uh, there, that's it's, let, okay, or okay. the Guess Who? Okay, let me suggest something here. Let me and Jimi Hendrix right. and and also the Doors. Uh, you know, two of my favorite hair you know, metal. 60s. That it, that well, the, see the 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 '60s rock kind of right. is starting to age out more, and so we're we're but starting to hear more the of the Def Leppard, what, Guns N' Roses, Poison, Bon Jovi. You guys stuff. have to recognize though is there is a drop off end of this conveyor belt. Rock and roll. As is essentially dead in terms of new product and right. big stars. So you, it's it's basically like jazz, and so you have a catalog of great songs, and you can't keep going forward. Yeah, you still can move into the '90s, but once you get to about 2004, mm-hmm. you're going to start it's running done. out of product. It's done. So essentially, it, it, rock and roll will at some point have to become like something that maybe well. is a little more popular in culture than jazz. So what I'm saying is. The twenty-seven-year-old, if they like rock and roll, if uh, if a Jimi Hendrix song they've never heard before suddenly comes, I mean, don't assume that people can't be turned on to stuff right. if it's new to them for the first time, because you are coming to the end of the road now. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you say now there's more '80s and now the '90s are creeping in, then you've got like three, four more years of this research before you get to the Strokes and it's over. Yep. So I think it's going to have to <laughs> at least at that point. You're going to have to go back and start cherry picking and saying, well, the, the person who started listening to the river when they're 25, now they're 33. I can turn them on to a Led Zeppelin song that maybe they haven't heard on the radio before. Right. And then it's going to go back to a different kind of maybe it'll evolve back into actually adding stuff back in because you're kind of out of anything that's considered classic rock new. Right. There might be a time when classic rock gives way to what we consider now oldies. Oh, and no. sometimes the oldies might start coming back. There's no <laughs> way. Look, there's no way. I understand that we're 40 it. years out and we're 50 years out and yep. we're 60 years out. But there's no way that you could ever describe Led Zeppelin as oldies. It's it, because, you say that. because the music has gotten but a lighter. Lot of, but a lot of the, people have that perception. Sure. But mm-hmm. those people. But what I'm saying is that the music since Led Zeppelin has gotten lighter and bouncier and uh, more... Uh, Sort of a general audience like. Right. Uh, you hit the crunching of like a let, like. Ba-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-
Steve Golden Craig, you have such a great voice. Thank well, you. Well, that's why he's a legendary broadcaster. God, it's such a great. Should have heard about the Atlanta. He's United. a terrible coworker, but his voice <laughs> is so good. <laughs> Should have heard. Yeah, about I don't bring food like everybody else does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're, we're together. Eric on that doesn't one. bring food either. I don't bring food either. You don't? Just no. M&Ms. We let our work do it. Talking. Ah, we let our okay. talking do the work. You will give away one M out of your bag of M and M if asked. Yeah, I'm not going to offer. So, so anyways, so so was your question answered? Yeah, but I mean, not necessarily to my satisfaction, but you did answer it. Because I think it all started with a bullshit notion. Yeah. And it's just, I think sometimes it, it, it just sort of stays. But, like, gotta, I, but like I said, so. it's, but it's all, it's flow. It's yeah. just all flow. To make to make everything sound like a, it's a good variety and it's a good flow and, and you have, you know, all the different artists. You people are killing rock and roll. Oh, thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah. We're preserving it. We're well, preserving it. What did I say? I, that's what I meant. Preserving. Okay, preserving. Good, yeah. oh, preserving. Preserving rock. That's what I meant. In formaldehyde. Keeping those old traditions alive. That's right. All right. We're just, you know, we're getting very close to the grave now. That's what's happening. I know. We don't like change. You remember when the world belonged to us? Exactly. Now it belongs to now, us. We're listening to everything. We got the, the hippity hoppity now. Young gravy. All right. <laughs> yeah, he'll be a classic. Yes. Oldies. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that music says that we're done. Steve Gregg, thank you very much oh, for you're very welcome. joining us. Uh, some people hate when we talk about music, but, you know, fuck you. Tough That's what we did. <laughs> That's what we did. did. You Thanks for listening. I dropped yes. an F-bomb. You started this podcast already with an F-bomb, and you ended with an F-bomb. Let me just tell you something. I signed my name on a contract. They're stuck with me. All right. No podcast already tomorrow, but we'll do a special one on Thursday. That's correct. So all I have, I have four letters for the world. T-T-F-M. Thanks for listening to the Von Hessler Doctrine podcast. Remember, you can hear the show every weekday from 9 to noon right here on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's news and talk. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, You won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.